Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcasts, community forums, and learn how you can support this and other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Everybody in the known universe sitting with me here in our little house recording our 100th anniversary uh, special spectacular open house party. It's quite crowded. It's quite crowded. crowded. Let's see. I'm going to go from me. I'll go clockwise. I've got BJ to my back left. Hey, what's up? We've got Jared. Hello. I'll hold off. Wait, wait, wait. Not you. You're, you're, You're last. You're last. Special. Oral. Okay, then fine. I'll just go now. He's like, you're special, but you, you go now. Well, well let's do this, and then I'll do over here. Uh, we'll do core cast. I, I want to hold you. You're spoiling the surprise. Pat. They can see you, hot. Well, that's okay. All right, so so we have that. We have special guest Cap. Hi, it's Cap from Nerdy Show. And Jonathan. Hi, Jonathan from Wicked Anime. And this is what I wanted to say. This was the big thing. After how many months away? Like seven, eight months away? It's six, seven months, yeah. It's Eric. Hi, guys. Back. Hi. Muscle Daddy Power Bottom right yeah. here, baby. Oh, I'm so horny. <laughs> Girl. From the ashes, we are so pleased that you're back. Yeah! <laughs> After collapsing from using your telekinesis. Um, and, of course, it's the 100th anniversary. We're very excited. We're so I can't believe we've done 100 episodes by now. Um, and we wanted to get our long-lost question back, and unfortunately, Mr. He's Celebrity, <laughs> now Twitter verified, Joshua Locke, or whatever he's going by, Joshua Yale, whatever. Yeah, he's some sort of dangling participle now. He's, <laughs> he could not be here. He sends his love, but uh, yeah, he's famous now, whatever. So that's it. We are all here to talk about everything gay and geeky. That is our show. We've been doing this since 2011. Good Lord, four <laughs> what years. What have I done with wow. my life? Wow. 
Can you believe this? And we're just now hitting 100? I'm a video presence. I don't get an introduction. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who is that? And, we're, of course. From, from the nether sphere. From the nether sphere. My brother Jeff, back in Baby Central. Oh, man. With little Henry. Keeps on going. So we are doing this live on U, not Ustream. Huh, Ustream. That was like so 20, oh, 2008 or so. We're on Twitch. Um, we're on YouTube, on the famous <laughs> YouTube channel that all, all the kids are crazy about. And so if you're watching this live, you know, feel free to send us a little Facebook message or chat on there. God only knows. We had it all set up, and I don't know what's going on. It's way back up there on the laptop. It's hidden. It's, it's real high-tech uh, from a laptop. We had this other thing going. And Sorry, just, the camera's not for us anyways. So. Yeah. So, yeah, our special <laughs> guests, if you can see on the camera, they're down here. But if you're listening to the audio, you really don't care where they are. You're, you're in a theater of the mind. Oh, wow. You're in our palatial estate here right in there, College BJ. Park. And uh, there you go. You can see Cap's hair. There you go. But, again, theater of the mind, we're wherever you want us to be. So we have been doing this since 2011, April. Our first, like, on-the-scene uh, on uh, interview, do you remember? Who was that? Come on, do you guys remember? It was Johnny McGovern. No. No, it wasn't. No, before that, there was before one that? more. This was very special. We were gay days. Oh, God, it was. When you went out there and you were talking to people? Oh. No, no. That was, that was, like, two years later, believe it or not. We interviewed the wet guy. That oh, was our right. first interview. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh, memories. What's the wet guy? The wet guy, I'm glad you asked, Cap. He is a spokesman for the Wet Lube Company. Oh, I know that. Yes. <laughs> and he goes to Gay Days. I don't know if he was there this past year when we went, but he has been a fixture of Gay Days as far as I can remember, and he always has like product demo. They put it on your fingers. You sit there and you 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 feel how amazing it feels, and then you kind of extrapolate to how amazing it would yeah, feel. Yeah, put that in my butt. So why not? <laughs> Back one year, I think they even had the edible one. Do you guys remember that? They had like the ice cream, and they're like, "Oh, look, try these lubes as ice cream toppings." Did anybody? Yeah, I actually did. It was gross. Wait, so if they had birthday cake, you so? would have been sold, right? <laughs> <laughs> So wait, yeah, if they had had birthday cake lube, I would have been fine. Would have been great. <laughs> no, it, it was, it's, so that was our first interview. Of course, there after we did Johnny McGovern, that was fantastic. That was I know. one of my favorites. Wait, you, you did Johnny McGovern well, or you interviewed Johnny McGovern? Take of that what you will. Okay. Actually, though, we did see him later at, what was the show? That- I am so <laughs> fucking pissed to this day. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, let Lord. me explain Here to you go. what happened. So here first I am. First rant of the show. First, but not the last. Mm-mm. So here I am, miserable at my place of employment, but it was far back enough where you don't know which one I'm talking about, so let's leave it there. And um, I get a text message. It's like, hey, we're in Tampa. I'm like, oh, Brian's in Tampa. Whatever. Like, pride or whatever. Well, why were Tampa. we in Tampa? We were in Tampa for a gig. I think it's I not had... important. Shut up. Oh, fine. <laughs> but we were at the Flamingo. Yes. And then I get a picture sent to my phone. Back then, girl, it was still the 3GS. Oh, is it the the one you cranked up? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And I'm just like, is that Johnny McGovern? Are you at the gayest weekend of all time? And his response was, why, yes. Yes, I am. We just walked in. I didn't pay for any of this shit. None of this means anything to me. And it it truly was a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Yeah, evidently. And I didn't get to go. No. If I had realized, you know, I would have dragged you along with us. You know, how many times have you said that in our friendship? Had I known oh. you would have liked this person that I always talked about. 
Listen, girl. It's okay. He does that's, that to me, too. Oh, who did that to you? <laughs> Hi, if I knew you had loved Grandma, I would have told you she was in the hospital asking for you. <laughs> well, so we have since then come quite a far away and in interviewing people like Jonathan Colton, Ophira Eisenberg, um, Steve McIsaac, Greg Rucka, Greg Rucka Dan Perrin, Dan, of course, Jason Dan Aaron. Perrin. Jason Aaron. That's the other big YouTube video we tried and more successfully. I don't know. Charlie, Charlie Harding was the first on-air oh, one that one. <laughs> oh, God. Why? I know, really. I still masturbate to that interview. Seriously. Yeah. And um, don't forget that time I got to interview Pandora Box and someone cue a, a flashback shimmer. Wasn't that great when I got to interview Pandora Box? I figure we can flesh this out by Oh, you want us to edit that in, huh? Well, so speaking of that, we we decided to branch out and we started doing Dragon's New Spandex. You've never heard any of those. Oral and Pat sit down with our geekiest drag queens or local queens who fake Greek Or whatever queen will actually sit down with us. Yeah, exactly. I need to do some, like, sort of Patreon thing because look ladies and gentlemen I'm paying for a cruise I can't afford to be buying things for myself but I really want to see the drag queen who sells Tupperware she's coming to town in wait March. who wait who there's, is this there's a drag queen based out of Texas and her big shtick is she's like a typical like Southern Baptist sort of woman who does Tupperware parties right and she's a drag queen where is she gonna be at the Dr. Phillips Center Wow, because okay. we moved on up. Do, or do it, right? Doing what? I know, selling Tupperware. <laughs> doing a show. <laughs> doing a show and selling Tupperware. That is remarkable. See, I don't feel like that's a shtick. I think that's just what she does for her regular job. And she just incorporates it so she can sell more. Look, it's called Synergy <laughs> for a reason. There you go. Well, making that money. We'll see about getting that. When is it? Next month? This month? No, it's in March. Oh, in March? Oh, we got plenty of time to figure that out. But maybe, no, maybe we can get you into drag, and then that would actually help uh-huh. raise yes. some money. It's so it's about not in drag yet, girl. No, How long can you believe it? Waiting for this fucking thing to happen. Oral, I heard you had dreams and ambitions. And Just do it. Just do it. What is the advice that every queen has given you about doing drag? <laughs> it's the Just th- fucking do it and be true to yourself. Same thing as John McGovern. Just fucking do it. And Shia but LaBeouf. four years later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't do wait. orange, girls. Just don't do orange. I could pull off oh, orange. <laughs> oh, we've discussed it. They have to go orange. Oh, that's black drag queens. Every black drag queen starts with a base of orange. Yeah, and then if you blend properly, it doesn't look, look orange. Like you don't look like an Oompa. <laughs> and if you don't properly, you look like an Oompa. So that is, uh, I mean, in a nutshell, our crazy adventure thus far. But we are here. We have old and new alike. Thank God Eric finally came back and, you know, Yay! left the West Yay. Coast. Ugh. All those God's disasters. Which West Coast? No, yeah. I'm sorry. Sarasota. When I'm the youngest <laughs> thing going, there's a problem. <laughs> you, are, you, are well, you were totally missed, and we're glad you're back. And by West Coast, he means the West Coast of Florida for our <laughs> listeners who don't live in Florida. We call that the That's, Gulf there's, Coast. There's actually like okay, a real West go. Coast, like a California thing. No. So and then we have BJ here who has joined us more recently. Hi. And then did so much great work for this uh, this episode, so we're really happy he's here with us. And again, other people who could not make it, who have been on the show in the past, we salute you and thank you for all that you've done. Over We'd name names, years. but we don't care. Yeah, it's a list. It's a list. And actually, and we're really thrilled that Cap and Jonathan are here because you know obviously we are a part of the Nerdy Show Network, and even though we 
don't tend to do a lot with the rest of the network because I guess I'm just lame and forgetful. <laughs> I'm so glad they offered to stop by, and I'm really thrilled that uh, you guys can collaborate with us. Well, we're, we're happy to be here. We, uh, we just got back from a, uh, a convention in, in Tampa that was yeah. okay. At just best. okay? <laughs> so we're, we're back a day early and happy we could make the show. Sweet. I'm so awesome. Glad. Um, so let's just jump right in. Our show is mainly pop culture. We review anything and everything gay and geeky, and really that comes down to whatever we want to talk about. But we're going to start talking about movies because there's been some amazing movies that have come out. There's an amazing movie, we hope, about to come out in the near what, about a month and a half. But let's start with what's out and what's current. And right now, that is Spectre. Which I saw. Ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I got this. And I haven't seen it. Yeah, no spoilers, please. Yeah, spoiler free for this because there is a lot of potential. What what I will say is um, it kind of gives you an overarching idea of, like, what Daniel Craig's Bond films have been like. Um, They kind of tie them all together. Right. Um, Sam Smith. Don't hate the guy. Oh. But that theme... Oh, it's shit. Oh, it's... Yeah. <laughs> I it hate is, it. It is no Skyfall. And, you know, you feel bad going after Adele. But, bitch, you could have at least tried. You needed, like, a, a stronger, like, chorus. You needed a stronger, like, backing vocal. This bitch looked like he wrote it on the back of a Chipotle napkin. So, here you go. It, it took him a couple of minutes, apparently. It took him a couple of minutes. The Skyfall, the Skyfall theme sucked. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah, no, you know what? yeah. That was, that was my reaction too when Oral said that earlier. It was like <laughs> Skyfall wasn't that good either. I mean, it's better than this one. Okay, first of all, nothing can beat Shirley Bassey's Goldfinger. Right? Just yes. Put it out right yes, now. that's true. true. But I mean, that's unanimous. Very true. But in in this new era of Bond films with like Pierce Brosnan and you know Daniel Craig, what have we gotten? Die Another Day? Like out of the. Oof. Garbage. But the Tina world Turner. is not enough. Yes. I yes. Will, that is for for new era Bond. I will say that 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 is one of the best. Isn't that the one with Duran Duran? <laughs> no, man. No, man. No. God. No. No. That's view to a kill. Enough. Was she, so you know, in Tina? the video and then she, her oh, mannequin self yeah. kills her and then replaces her and then has the bomb in her, blows up the whole, you know, concert hall. What about Gold, Austin Gold, Powers? GoldenEye. <laughs> Tina Turner's GoldenEye. I, I feel like GoldenEye was the last great Bond song yeah. we've had and everything else has been kind of like snooze fest since then. Yeah. Personally. I love yeah. GoldenEye. But so, I mean, we're disappointed that the theme was bad, but you get that out of the way. Does the rest of the movie up to par with other recent Bond movies? I, it, it holds up. Yeah. Um, like, Cause I've heard mixed reviews. To yeah. Be sure. Like Skyfall was my favorite movie. Uh, Bond. Um, I really like Casino Royale. Um, Quantum of Solace was all right. I remember less yeah, of it. I remember the least of that. I mean, it's yeah. just, it's just okay. I, I think he's a good Bond. I just, you know, the, the, the tropes, I think really hinder Bond. So like, Money Penny, fine. Q, fine. Like those bits and pieces. But like M, I, yeah, or yeah. New M or whatever. But you know, I I just saved you, and so you want to sleep with me? And like, this makes no <laughs> sense. No sense. And like, Batista plays like this odd oh, yeah. job sort of person. What? But instead of like a hat, he no. has these like no thumbnails that oh, he Lord. like. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, he gouges. Ah, gouges. Yeah. Oh, they're called gouges. No, no, I, I don't know. No, but that's, that's, the, what he that's does. the verb. Someone that's the verb. From, you know, Gouging. Yeah. You know, Massachusetts, like, Boston area would know that, right? Yeah. Right. Well, no, it's <laughs> more brass knuckles there, but it's ha- still hand, hand. You know. So he's odd. What? 
finger? <laughs> do they do they even have a name for him? They have a name for him, but it's just it you don't doesn't, remember. Doesn't remember. Opposable thumbs. Opposable thumbs. <laughs> That's a perfect name. I love Opposable. that. So it's mixed, right? Yeah, now you like, saw it, BJ. Did you see it? I, I did not see it. Jeff, it did you see it? Not yet. Okay, so he's you were the baby. only one. He ain't going I was gonna say the baby. I, I would have been surprised too, but hey, he saw The Martian. I haven't even seen The Martian. I saw yet. The Martian. I saw two movies in one Holy week. Holy God, what are you doing? I know. I'm just. <laughs> Where did you pirate this from? <laughs> <laughs> I paid good money to see it at the Altamont Theater. No, oh. <laughs> um, big money. The Dollar Theater. Uh, I look. The hey. last movie I saw at the Dollar Theater was probably Flubber. Oh. <laughs> oh my god! I am too bougie. Oh my god! I've only paid ninety nine cents <laughs> to see a movie. That was back yeah. when we still had a dollar theater. Now um, I I do understand there was a movie on Netflix that has caught the attention of <gasps> many. Uh, Kung Heaven. Fury. Yes. Yeah. Um. So Kung Fury. I'm uh, the best way. Okay. So Kung Fury. Is essentially a cop that gets kicked off the force is sent back in time through hacking skills. <laughs> what? Yeah, through hacking skills to take place in a martial arts tournament where Hitler is taking place. That is incorrect. Okay. I don't okay. like that. He's, no. the, he's the Kung Fuhrer. He's the, the Kung Fuhrer. <laughs> oh my God. Now, yes. Uh, Kung Fury, uh, it's been out for a few months now. It actually, it, uh, it had a, a massive multimedia debut on mm. YouTube and Netflix. Okay. Uh, Who's the creative people, or is anyone? You know, I don't, I don't remember their names. I think they're both okay. they're, Sweden. Yeah. Sweden. Yeah. Uh, okay. They're, okay. They're, they're up and comers, and it was a massively successful yes. Kickstarter. There, there was a lot of internet hype before you know, the, actual, um, yeah. the actual film was uh, released. Released, published. yeah. Um, but you know, almost every friend of mine was always just like, you know, oozing with with anticipation for for this essentially it's it's a trope buffet you know think of it think of it like this it's like moonbeam city if it was tighter and live action wow yeah okay that's exactly what it's like yeah i mean it's like whereas moonbeam city is more like the patrick nagel stylings this is more of like the uh, Stallone's entire 80s career styling. Yeah. Yes. Oh, <laughs> exactly. That's perfect. I love that. Okay. Um, David has... Is it just one episode? It's a movie, It's a movie. It's a 30 minutes. Yeah. Oh, it's 30, 30 minutes. Okay. Yeah, uh, David Hasselhoff wrote a song for it or performed a song for and it. And it's amazing. Yeah. Like, it's maybe the best part of the film. I mean, <laughs> the sequence it's in is not the best part of the film. It's maybe the worst part of the film, but the song itself... Is really is really great. Yeah. All right. So this is on Netflix and YouTube. Yes. Yeah, on YouTube. Yeah. Okay, wherever you so want it to be. Look it up. You and guys will find it. One of the best throwaway characters ever. Uh huh. Triceracops. Triceracops. Wow. It's just one of the. It gives me life. That is yes. Now, um, just so you know, it was directed, written, and starred David Sandberg. Thank David you. Sandberg, like no, not Sandborn. I was just like Zach Flair from the eighties. <laughs> well, what about Andy Sandberg? Like Andy Sandberg? Are they related? I no, wonder. They're, Sandberg. They're, they're they're not. Same. Oh, that's okay. Sam, no. That's Sam. Uh, oh, Sam. Really? No relation. Yeah, I didn't know that. Not yeah. all tall either. white people are related. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Check your privilege. Do you think they all look alike too? Oh. <laughs> well, they both got Jufros, right? <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, uh, I know I am personally very excited about a movie coming out in December. I don't know if you guys share that excitement. I know you know damn well we do. Oh, what is that? What it's kind of lead the, in is the that? annual re-release of Polar Express? Exactly. Obviously. I know. <laughs> Thank you. That is. Yeah. I'm a big Tom Hanks fan. Tom Hanks is you. a vision in that movie. So, like, we all know that everyone, unless you're on a blackout, which if you are fine, or you get blackout drunk and you don't remember, that's fine too. 
Star Wars, the trailers, the most Side recent note, trailers. See how he looked at me when he said blackout drunk? I have only blacked out recently. <laughs> right. In the past four well, years, one time. Thing, huh? I know. And that. <laughs> that is not being raised. That was there in Star Trek Into Darkness. <laughs> yeah, really. I don't, I, and I do not blame you. Yeah, really. <laughs> so we have a new uh, major release trailer, which premiered what on like a super, not Super Bowl, some football game. Oh yeah, it was it was just Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football. That was that was the the first theatrical trailer because the others were all teasers prior to that. Right. Yeah. And then somebody did a awesome supercut of the theatrical trailer with the teasers to show mm-hmm. like the entire progression. Although then I didn't agree with the order they put it in, but whatever. <laughs> then we had what TV? No, we had an international. We had an international. international trailer. Yeah, from uh, from Japan. Which. God, yeah, that was yeah. like amazing, and I don't know why they didn't. And, and then just that. today, the day of recording, mm-hmm. the TV trailer, and the TV trailer had a bunch of new stuff too. So like, we've seen a lot of the movie. But the one thing, now, are we talking what? new stuff like actual action, or are we talking new stuff like a fart from the new character? No, actual, <laughs> like, actual, actual well, new a footage, mix, a mix. Because there is one scene of Han Solo standing there, kind of like making a face. So it could have been, it could have been. And he looked like he was on a Hoth-like planet. Well, th- this is going to get tread into a State of the Empire kind of territory, the, the, our Star Wars speculation podcast we have on Nerdy Show. Um, but it was brought to my attention that, that they actually are showing the same scenes, and they're different cuts of the same That's scenes. That's kind of what I wondered, too. Yeah. Because no. especially the one where you're fighting, well, again, I don't want to spoil too much, because some people are on media blackouts for this, but the main villain, and there's yeah. different characters interact with him, and it seems like it's the same scene from different you know uh, the one the one that uh, that I've seen most is uh, there's a scene where Ray Daisy Ridley's character extends her hand down to Finn John Boyega's character who's on the ground and he takes it that is a completely different shot in both these trailers okay okay so it's so it's, the, it's the same basic framing but it's clearly a different shot his right. reactions are different so that's that is interesting and that's not uncommon either <laughs> and that's just a weird random fact that's not even important no well, you can't, you can't even, well, there's, no, but there's nothing to read into about that it just well, it just happened well when you <laughs> when you watch the movie and you're sitting there and you're like wait half of what I just saw wasn't in any of the trailers right, right. or I mean, that trailer had a scene that wasn't in the movie that happens all the time or, yeah. or like the situation in Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull where uh, Mutt's like wait you're a teacher and he's like and in the trailer he was like part time but in the movie it was like part time like yeah. the, reaction, the reactions were completely different. Uh, Huge difference. Uh. So I will say that the one thing everyone is clamoring about, and 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 in they don't show at all, is where is Luke Skywalker? Right. And I am so thrilled that this is being held back because either, and we don't know why. There's theories, there's speculation. There's <laughs> I know why. Well, but I ain't saying there's leaks, <laughs> but like. It's an awesome thing that they're not giving away the whole thing. I've heard that it's really only like the first third of the movie that they're showing stuff from. Mm -hmm. And there's a whole other two acts that they're not going to show anything from. They have shown parts of it. They have? They have, but it's been like... It's been like nothing. Like it's the Jakku stuff, the stuff in the desert world. That's the first third. Yeah. Everything else is like it's just the briefest clips of other planets, other locales. So yeah. I'm 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 so excited. It's it's getting ridiculous. And uh, I I know I'm sure some of you have tickets. I don't have tickets yet. Uh, I, have tickets. I got tickets. No, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm I think I'm going to risk being spoiled. And make a make an attempt to wait for a week or two. Oh, wow! Because you I like Christmas. I yeah. You celebrate with your family. I get it. No, I get no, it. no. I'm working. <laughs> Screw them. Um, <laughs> you're working. Oh, you're, you're working at the place where you probably will be spoiled by probably. Everything. Um, but I, I would I would much rather try to go on a low, because because the thing when I go see a big movie like that, 
and I and I get an audience that completely respects the material and everybody's a huge fan. I'm like, oh, this is great. But then you always get that one one where you have like new parents. Sorry, um, who uh, who like I'm gonna bring all five of my children because I don't want to miss it. Oh. And then I'm just oh, those parents. I, I I'm sitting there seething with anger, and then I'm sitting there crying because I'm like I just I can't concentrate. Well, I get that. I mean, you know? I, I know you. So when are you seeing it, Cap? Uh, seven thirty Thursday night. Yes, okay. you are, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I had to fight my way through the dead wall of Fandango to get there, man. And you know what? Here's my <laughs> thing. And you take him, Aaron. You take no, Aaron. Him? Aaron bought tickets from me because I bought. I overbought tickets when I was there. I was like, oh shit, we're not even going to the same showing, man. Oh, okay. Like it was a whole. <laughs> Is he going to the later one? No, no. It's the same show. It's a different theater. Like I, I'm telling you, I went a little crazy. Anytime I got through that wall of that website blacking out, bought I bought tickets. Gotcha. <laughs> not smart. Not smart because it was a fiasco. I mean, I, yeah. I thought about trying. And I think I tried like after midnight. No way. Done. You know, I Forget didn't realize anything. they were on sale until like four hours after that trailer because I saw the trailer. It then it at the end it said Star Wars, and I instantly pivoted to talk to somebody about it. <laughs> And so I totally didn't see tickets on sale now. And so everyone's like, Fandango died. I'm like, what happened to Fandango? (laughs) Tickets for Star Wars. Where have you been? Drinking. (laughs) So, I I mean, I'm excited. Eric, are you excited about it? I am just thrilled. I can't wait. Now, I have to ask this. Being, I think, the oldest here among us. (gasps) How dare she? I'm not saying by how much. Yes. <laughs> You're reborn every few years from yes, a Phoenix egg. Whatever, it doesn't count. I'm 17 now. Did you see the original in the theaters? Of course I did. Okay. Yes, I saw the original in the theater, and I loved every minute of it, and I just can't wait. Don't what? forget when he saw from Earth to the Moon at theaters, <laughs> too. <laughs> now, I actually, no, wait a minute. I actually saw the first uh, uh, moon landing. <laughs> no, yeah. you did not. Yes, I did. My mother propped me up and made me watch the oh, shit. Oh, I'm awesome. I am completely intrigued now because the age in which I thought you were even when I wasn't being nice in my head is nowhere near apparently your actual age I love this new one and now and now I'm like do you know how he does that it's it's baby's blood it's gotta be blood of the young twinks it's it's the it's the have you watched uh, we're gonna talk about this American Horror Story uh, the Countess oh god he's got coffins with little babies It's, it's amazing all right all right, before we, before we move on, baby's I'm twins. keeping an eye on the actual feed. And uh, if anybody else who's out there watching, <laughs> you can ask questions. So that's kind of Thank the fun you. part about this whole thing. I can get people to watch. What's the link? Uh, it's up on our Facebook page. Yeah. Oh, so Flame yeah. on Show on, on Facebook. Yeah, no way. Thanks for me. Uh, but Steve Morey, our friend oh, from North Steve. Carolina. Sorry I missed you, girl. Yeah, we tried. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so going back just a little bit, he said, speaking of Spectre, who is your favorite Bond actor and why? Oh, Jesus. Uh, I actually did an article on this for, <laughs> recently for, for, con- for Consequence of Sound. Oh, consequence. Okay. Um, in fact, I spent the last uh, quarter of a month working exclusively on James Bond material. Oh, my God. So, nothing relating to Spectre, but much older stuff. Generally. So who's your favorite, then? Uh, my favorite is actually uh, Timothy Dalton. Really? Uh, oh. me, me too. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Uh, but I did the piece in, in argument for Sean Connery. I was going to say, uh, yeah. Because my argument being that he is Ian Fleming's James Bond, yes. definitively. I would mm-hmm. agree with that completely. Which, he's my favorite Bond, because Goldfinger is my favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Like it, For me, it doesn't get any better than Goldfinger. No matter what you do, no matter what you throw at me, it's just, like, the premise is awesome, 
I love uh, the characters. I love the vistas. I love that old school where angels go, trouble follows, sort of technovision sort of thing they were doing. <laughs> it's fantastic. BJ. So, oh, um, uh, I got to say Sean Connery acting wise, but Daniel Craig can put me on the fuck truck to pound town. Whoa. <laughs> so. Really? Yeah. You like Daniel Craig. Oh, That's God. I, mean, oh. I like him, but. Like, he doesn't even have to call me. Like, just. Show, show up, up and be like, We're hey, rape here, huh? Little, little. Pretty much, just uh, yes, I was, like I said, put me on the fuck truck to pound town. Oh, well, so. I mean, that's that's part of the course for Bond. Like, yeah. just get in a dangerous situation, he'll save you, and then obviously, yeah, yeah, exactly. yes, yes, with ice cream loop. So, ooh, <laughs> oh. birthday cake loop. Eric, who's your favorite? My, I oh, don't, nobody, please don't chastise me. The my favorite and me growing up on was Roger Moore. I, that's that's right. what I Nothing remember, Octopussy. That. My father's favorite. <laughs> That's all I keep going to my head is yeah. octopus. And Moonraker. They draw the guy with the metal Jaws, teeth. yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> he just passed away recently, I think, didn't yeah. he? Jaws, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Just not too long ago. Moonraker. Uh, <laughs> this is just coming. I was like, oh, God, Moonraker. The 80s were a hell of a time. All right. Jared. I am a Connery man. Good. Yep. That's that's respectable. Yep. Pat, do you have a favorite? I've never seen a James Bond movie. Oh! oh wow. You sleep with him. You sleep with him. <laughs> that doesn't mean that like I can inject Bond in there. Like, how does that work? I've tried oh. getting him to watch things. Just say how it is. to inject Bond yeah. there. Though. Well, like, uh, all right. Well, is there we'll, a Bond we'll, pudding? We were, <laughs> we're going to think. I'm, I might fix that with Spectre. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Mm. Um, all right, so so that was a great question, Stephen. Thank you Thank very you, much. Steven. Steve's one of my cohorts in Comic Book Bears, and I'm so glad he was able to come down recently and do another episode about Bear Bus with us, with his partner, uh, Jason, and we had a great time. So <laughs> thank you so much for that question. All right, any other movie thing? Or are we mo- we're moving on. We're moving on. We're moving on. Moving all right, on. television. Now, there's a lot of television there's stuff to talk television. about. Yep. But I want to start with the gayest thing that's on television right now, and that is American Horror Story Hotel. Yes, ma'am. Right, hotel, yes. hotel, hotel. It is a Lady Gaga like worship piece. I will piece. see that, Uh-oh. and I will argue wait. with you at a later date. Yeah. Are we? Oh wait, you're gonna do how, how to get away with murder or whatever? No, okay. no. Okay, no. All, right. No. all right. But so, hotel. This is the first American Horror Story without Jessica Lange, which everybody made a big deal about. But do you guys miss her? I don't really yes. miss her. Really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Uh, here, the the interesting thing is is. If you notice, I went back and watched all the promos because I'm weird and I had nothing to do. Um, but I watched all the promos oh, girl, for season one, <laughs> season one through uh, the current season. And the thing, the thing about Jessica Lange is they always kind of put her out there and she's always been either a main character or she's main character adjacent. So far in American Horror Story, I don't feel that way about Lady Gaga. I actually am more concentrating on the... Um, Wes Bentley I, seems to be the main yeah. Thank you. character. Wait, wait, wait. wait. And, Is and Lady Kathy Gaga Bates. actually in this show? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. What? I had, yeah. I had the same reaction when I heard that, too. People yeah. who kept saying Lady Gaga, I was like, oh, they're just making fun of some actress. Oh, no, no. No, no, no. no. no it's Lady Gaga. <laughs> I mean, I don't... <laughs> Her her delivery is stilted. I think, Pat, you put it best. How, how, do, how does she talk? He's shaking his head. He looks mad. <laughs> So she always talks like this when her lips are moving. <laughs> but, her, but her teeth you really sound like her. It's horrible. Really don't part. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the countess, and I had money. And Will Drake can't die until I marry him. <laughs> and then she has, and then she's gonna use her finger talent to kill somebody, and then lick the the finger blood talent. off. And then, then she's like, 
back to talking with my teeth clenched <laughs> like this. Cap, you would love this show. I say outfits. You the would outfits love this because shit. it has but that 80s not, aesthetic that you would, I think, did. Uh, that's very and Musically to me. and visually, it has like this. And then it's got a black exploitation angle in it, too. Uh, that's it, also it totally good. Has. So, like, there's oh. elements that I really like. Yeah, like black exploitation. Did, <laughs> did you see his eyes I walked right into that shit. <laughs> Listen. You know what? Everyone blames me. Like, I goad you into these race relations type of argument but you just walk right on in there is nothing wrong with that genre (laughs) given it's respectful and what's your uh, what's the actress that plays uh do you know that you said respectful and exploitation (laughs) at the same okay so quentin tarantino's movies that channel that black exploitation like vibe like how is that not respectful then it's not is, that, is he doing the same kind of thing? Like, Girl, what? I'm making fun of you. No, I know. <laughs> but I'm trying to figure out I'm a way ignorant. to... I'm ignorant. No, I know, but I'm trying to... He's trying to work his way out of the bag. I'm digging my way out of this hole. Now... But you're um, digging it deeper. You are not caught up, right? You're a couple I episodes back? I am still in the midst of Freak Show. I promised myself... That's right. ...that I wouldn't skip ahead. I mean, Because they're been, completely related. I've been watching <laughs> Penny Dreadful. Like, I finally oh, finished I need season to, two. Yeah. So I hadn't even started that. Yes, actually. In a really... Awesome, uh, Alan Quarterman. Um, so, Eric, you're caught up. Or yes. you're, you're... Well, I'm like two episodes. Apart. Okay. What is your favorite thing about this show so far? Matt Boomer. Really? Mm. Uh, mm. Uh, that orgy know. scene, and I was just masturbating through the whole scene. Mm. And then, and then, and then, Preach. what's the, the guy? I see, I just know him from Freak Show, the clown. What yeah. the hell's his name? Oh, um, Twisty? Are you mean, no, no, are not you Twisty. Mean but the, the hot, hunky thing that she dumped oh, Matt Boomer for. The, the, the scary-ass guy yeah. from, from The 80s show. punk rocker, cocaine addict. That's me, girl, you know? Uh, <laughs> I related every step really? of the way. <laughs> Did you walk the runway and then, like, you, you know, know? he called somebody on ground and says, come on over. Oh, and, you know, us done. gay men just, like, walk into these things. <laughs> <laughs> there, was a, there was quite we, a We are easy prey there. for those of you. We I, really are. I was waiting for them to, to flip-flop. During that that four way scene, though, that would have been the thing that capped it off for me. Uh, would have been if yeah. they were going to town, and the next thing you know, they switch and Gaga's making out with the the, the girl. The girl oh, yeah, that would have been, been over. Like that would have been it for me. But then the the one with um, Cheyenne, him and Cheyenne, or not Matt Boomer, but the other guy, the the, the one the we model. can't think of the name for. What the fuck is his name? Google's. Somebody. The guy that looked like Darren Chris. Yeah. Okay. Him. <laughs> wait. Okay. I like Darren Chris was in this last Darren episode. Darren Chris was on the episode. He was. That, I, I knew I knew him, too. And I was like, why do I know this guy? So, no, I mean, I, I will say this. It is different than the last three. I mean, they're all very different tonally. But you see that they connect, Chris. They use the real estate agent that yes. sold. From they are one. promising one, to connect so. the whole continuity together, which can be awful or it could be. Yeah, whatever. I don't understand how. But, but okay. that one chick. And I will say this. Actually, another thing you guys might enjoy. There is a character who plays. A um, who's the guy from Bioshock? Um, oh, the main yeah yeah. yeah. Andrew so Ryan. Andrew yeah, there is a character very much like that aesthetic who cool. built the hotel and is now oh. a ghost in the hotel. And he's and he's essentially based off of H. H. Wells. There we go. Okay. So he is and, and he's like a serial killer mastermind who honors other serial killers by bringing them to his hotel. So there is huh. s- some interesting things that they do Are with you that. You're talking about H. H. Holmes, not H. H. Wells. Yes, H.H. H. Holmes, sorry. Yes, the, the actual mass murderer. 
The actual yes. mask murderer. Okay. Uh, Did he also you, sell appliances? I don't know. Who <laughs> that's H.H. Greg, honey. That's H.H. Greg. Greg. And you're not going to like him. He's not pretty. No. It's oh, not he's not pretty. pretty? No. Damn it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. He's Ev- Evan Peters who plays yeah, him. Yeah, Evan Peters. I loved him once. <laughs> I, I, like, I actually really like the fact that they have Evan Peters this season playing somebody that is just takes evil to a whole nother spectrum. Yeah. Because he's he's been the thing the is teenager I, uh, guy. You know, yeah. cuz the thing about his character in season 1, he's he's just a straight up sociopath. Like he just doesn't understand that he is the worst thing on the planet. You know, and then from then on he played like ni- kind of nice guys. He played nice guys and now he's literally just like Mm, no, he's got I'm that old timey talking. He sounds like your yeah. character. Ugh. I think your announcer character from uh, Cthulhu. From Call of, the, the Call of Cthulhu mystery program. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that character, <laughs> which if you haven't listened to, is amazing. I really. Oh, thanks, Brian. Um, <laughs> makes it makes us. We, it, may, it reminds me of a certain project that we need to sit down and finish oh, yeah. that we uh, have uh. put on the shelf. But Finn Wittrock is the guy's name who is um, the character in the last season and the uh, Dandy. model Dandy. 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 Yes. And how can we also forget being a gay podcast? Dennis O'Hare, okay, who was on True Blood, I believe, is like the king of the vampires. Yes. And now he is playing a transsexual uh, drag queen, uh, Elizabeth Taylor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Wait a minute. Who Liz, is this? He's playing Liz Taylor. He's in the, sec- in, uh, the freak show that you're on, he's one with a really big dick. Oh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a gay character in that as well, yeah. and he has that whole thing. He's so. not gay in this. That's true. He does say he's not gay. You're that right. was the first yes. thing that You're he right. said to Kathy But Gates he is a transsexual. Did I say? He transsexual he, trans he, drag queen. Ladies and gentlemen, he's you to, can send your hateful <laughs> yet <laughs> accurate uh, emails. To Brian to, F. Any complaints about politically incorrect? Tweet at me all you want. I'm no James Robinson. I won't <laughs> apologize all over the place about this. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, bless you. So he's He's basically... He's a he's somewhere in the middle of transsexual transgender and transvestite because he's no because even that's when the countess says to him you smell like a woman and it's because right. it's who he is it's not he is a woman yeah he just you know not an augmented it's just yeah, not woman. done he's gender fluid but they did reveal his origin and le- the fact that Lady Gaga plays a huge part in his transformation is kind of important and obvious from. A gay male perspective. I, I, I still just feel like they shoehorn her into everything, and like, like, I, I don't, I don't feel like she. I heard so many things before the show premiered, or right when the show was premiering, about how everybody was um, so impressed with her performance. She's fine. I don't think she is bad. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it matters. I think they kind of shoehorn all of us to kind of fit her. Versus, I'm not scared by it. No, she's all. not scary. Like, there's no horror to this. There's gore for the sake of gore. Vampirism. Like that the whole vampire aspect to it, you've taken it out of you've taken it out of something that is real or could be real for the most part except for the the Su- supernatural aspects. The supernatural as- aspects is what I'm talking about, but aside from the guy who created the hotel, Evan Peters' character, mm-hmm. uh, March, aside from him, like his stuff is all like it's serial killer, murderer, based off of a real person. Cool, got that. But then when you start bringing the vampire stuff in, and then um, Chloe's Sevigny's character, and like all the stuff that she's doing, it's just kind of like, now you're just making this into a sci-fi show. It, 
he always walks that line. Like they're they're prod. Like that's like a thing where he'll go. But, like the second season, he did all the aliens like stuff in inter- Yes, and what, and what does everybody say about that one? They yeah. that they don't enjoy it. Yeah, no, no. It's, and I mean yeah. the the ghost stuff in the first season. That still was even more realistic than the vampire stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, every other character that deals with anything outside of the vampire stuff, which then takes out the Countess, takes out um, Angela Bassett, who would have been better as a vampire hunter. She oh could have been Black God. Buffy. That yeah. was what I was hoping she yeah. was. You, you wanted Kendra. I know you wanted Kendra. <laughs> yes. And it's Mr. Pointy. <laughs> only if she had Mr. Pointy. That would have been the only way I would have wanted Kendra back. But I, I don't think that... I, I don't think it's what it could be. Yeah. I think if they had maybe based her off of somebody in in more realism piece to it, I think it would have been better. I think you would have had a bit more suspense and like when the the body comes popping out of the mattress and and kills somebody. Yeah, okay. but if you if you, you try know to base happen. a character on somebody, they already used that in the coven and that was Kathy Bates of using the blood to try to stay young mm-hmm. and that would kind of be what Lady Gaga is trying to do. But you don't need that to be the case. Right. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> what I'm saying. You don't it, it's you're now taking and making a huge portion of this show sci-fi versus what could actually be in real life. And that's where I mean I'm, I've watched the episodes. Well, I, I've not been keeping up with the show since uh, season one, but from what I'm hearing now is, is this just a modern retake on the Countess Bathory? Is that what I'm hearing? Sounds like it to me. Yeah. It's probably yeah. an influence. Yeah. But okay. like his shows, Ryan Murphy takes from all kinds of different places, and it's a big mashup. And the biggest problem I have is he doesn't plan ahead, and it's a writer's room, and they go, hey, let's try this today, and it goes off in a direction that doesn't pay off, and then they have to reel it back in the season. So it's just it's a mess. And the place where I do not find that is the gayest show on Please television. Please tell us. Which is Scream Queens. So, oh, which is another Ryan Murphy thing, which is kind of interesting how he does both. So, Lord. so what is going on with Scream Queens? I, we have not watched it okay, yet, but yeah. I am fine with you so, talking about it. Uh, people coming in and out of Scream Queens. Mm-hmm. Um, Ariana Grande was in it. She makes appearances. One of the Jonases. They all look alike uh, to me. <laughs> the um, one that thinks she's gay but isn't. Yeah. Or whatever. Um, you have uh, Niecy Nash playing a... A security guard. Oh my god! With her friend Shondell. Oh, it's so. Shondell! Shondell, we have to get out of the truck, Shondell. It's, it, it's, it's a, it's a really good show, and I like what my Ryan Murphy's doing with it, which pretty much is just his commentary on youth culture. Yeah, it really I mean, is. I mean, people are nasty to each other. It's not just youth culture. Like, yeah. uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is in it, and she plays this ridiculous like dean of students. Yeah. Um, but you love her character because she's chewing scenery. Like, Ryan Murphy does really well with people who chew scenery. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why Kathy Bates and uh, some other actors like Jessica Lange, like, they keep coming back to him because they get great scenes. They get yeah. great set pieces to do what they want. Um, but fun. it's it's ridiculous. The The gore factor is there, but it's not. It's over the top, but it's not brutal. I heard it was like, well, the scene I heard described, I think, on this show was involving a lawnmower. Oh, oh yeah! Oh, Death Taylor—a little over the top. Death I mean. Taylor Swift. But you know what? There are many times where I'm just like, I want to order in some duck sauce and put on our cotton balls, and just just, just duck sauce, right? Just duck sauce. I just want duck. Excuse balls. me, Chinese restaurant. I know you guys have a lot of great options. I just want your duck sauce. Can I just get a vat of it? But that, yeah, it's, yeah, it's ridiculous and over the top, and I I think that's been really. Well, I need to check it out. I've heard nothing but good it, things from you it's and from hilarious. other people. Hilarious. 
it's, it's a lot of fun, that show. Um, now, we just watched, although I think you didn't quite make it, uh, the new Ash versus the Evil Dead. <sighs> nope. Wasn't going to do it. I really oh. want to see it. Want to see it so bad, but hey, I ain't subscribing to Stars. Well, it's free uh, it's online. Free. <laughs> it's free. It's free. The first yeah. episodes, you oh. get a taste. I ain't gonna. I no. I'm no. You won't because you watch that I, and you're gonna be like. I will buy a season pass up. on Amazon when that becomes available if it isn't already. It wasn't to begin with. Right. Um. I will pay money for it, but I will not subscribe to Stars. Uh, I don't blame you, <laughs> but let me tell you. And I didn't realize this until the end. It was directed and written and co-written by Sam Raimi. Yeah. Which I figured he was involved, but you never know how much. Hmm. Oh, a lot. Yeah, it is it is remarkable how true to all of the previous movies. I didn't see the remake of Evil Dead. I heard Well, it was, that doesn't count, right? Well, I mean, yeah, but other than that, anything involving Ash, it is very true to the story, but you don't have to know a lot of the story. In fact, they do a great job of recapping Evil Dead. Enough right. that yeah. you, you, you all you need to know. Cool. And all the tropes are there. They do a good job of putting way too much fake Tanner on Bruce Campbell. Well, because you want to talk about orange? <laughs> he does. He's, he's Boehner. He's, he's John Boehner. I he mean, is. he's got that orange thing. But that's part of the Ash character. He, he is aging, and he does not want to let go of his glory days and doesn't want to admit to the adventures he had. That's mm-hmm. kind of where he's, uh, he starts from. And these new characters come in, and they kind of, between that and the circumstances, drag him back into the hero he is. But I mean, again, all the Raimi tropes, the the crazy zooms, yeah, they're yeah, all yeah. The, the 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 you know dolly shots, like like the ridiculous uh, zombie gore. It's, it's not just zombie. I mean, there's a there's a doll scene that's pretty awesome. Uh, I don't know. I the the pra- <laughs> oh, Maddie's just I can't suspend my, delete, my I cannot suspend my bel- disbelief. It's ridiculous though. It's meant <laughs> that to be. much. It's meant yeah. to be though. The thing is, the the thing has like razor sharp shark teeth. Whoa. And is clamped on his nose, not a mark, no blood. <laughs> well, yeah. but bites his lip, and there's blood. You've, you've seen or, the rest of the Evil Dead co- movies, right? No. What? No. Oh, you have. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Total so, virgin okay. to all of them. Well, no. There, there's the rub. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, and that's why I say I cannot suspend my disbelief. It, that much. It's based mostly on the Three Stooges. Yes. I, I, I just I agree. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's basically like a Tex Avery cartoon. Cartoon violence, totally. Yeah, yeah. 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 But. That's why, if you're a fan of those, this is that. And it's amazing cool. that they can make a whole series. Lucy Lawless is in it. I don't know what she does yet. She's in, like, for five seconds. But I- I'm just I'm thrilled. It's so true to what I remember. The, the practical effects usage in this yes. show is, yes. like, I mean, you can, you can tell, like, he's, he spent the money on a computer to do a little bit of CG work. <laughs> but 90, 90% of the effects... Um, and I, I was watching it expecting full-on camp, camp, well, you know, campathon, and I'm just sitting there like, I get ready to have a good time. But I found myself at one point, one of the Deadites just kind of like reverses its joints and turns its head all the way around, and I'm like, okay, this is unsettling. I forgot how unsettling those things were, and <laughs> they do a really good job of kind of taking you back, but doing new stuff. Speaking but, of, oh, go ahead. Oh, but it's not just that it, like it happens. She turns her head around. Yeah, she she to talks to them. Yeah, and then goes running at them, and the arms are backwards. Yeah. Yes, it's a weird mix. That's what I love about it. It's a weird mix of comedy, Three Stooges, and gore, and camp, and horror, and goth. Like it's 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 what makes that so unique. And I'm just I'm just thrilled they kept that vibe. They didn't try to modernize it. Yeah, because really, other than new characters coming into play. 
it's very classic. So it's great. And then when it comes out on video on demand or whatever, then you're I'm, gonna I'll feast. Be, I'll be right there. Oh yeah, my god, you're no gonna sooner thrilled. And it got renewed for a second season the day before, like two days before mm-hmm. it aired. Yeah, no, that that that's also proof. Now another show. Uh, Muppets. I don't know if you guys heard. Oh, I love it's that great. show. It's great. It's been really fun, although a lot of the comedy to me falls a little flat and it seems like it's not quite there. They swapped out the showrunner. Like, the in mid-season, the one who's been, like, the main showrunner is gone, and they're I, bringing in somebody else. I did else. not know that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we did a short piece on it, a nerdy show, a while back where only two episodes had been out, and uh-huh. I, I've kind of, like, boned up on it a little bit since then. And I like it okay, Yeah. but I'm... I don't know how long it's going to last um, as far... I mean, obviously, it's got a second season yeah. re- renewed, which is good. Mm-hmm. I want more Muppets in the world. Amen. But um, they, I don't, they've... Do, do you know that they actually, um, in setting out this project, they, they told themselves they're going to dial back the absurdity of what Jim Henson did originally? They're like, no talking vegetables, no talking inanimate objects. That's too weird. Too weird for the Muppets? Too what the yeah. fuck kind of show are you making? Piggy has her own show. Come on. <laughs> I mean... That's kind of bizarre because, I mean, they haven't had inanimate talking, you know, but they have inanimate or talking animals. I mean, it's like, where's the line there? Right. Why Why is one weirder than yeah. the other? Well, you can't have, you can't say, well, we're not going to have talking animals. You wouldn't have a Muppet show. Right. Exactly. So but no talking fruit, got, though. Yeah. That's bizarre. Or chickens. I, they didn't want the chickens. Oh, I've noticed they haven't missing. been there. I love where's, the where's Camille? Oh, she doesn't exist in this universe. I thought they made a joke he, about the he chickens. He mentioned Camille, though. Oh, did he? Yeah, he, I thought they he mentioned a... Camille. He, they haven't been on, but he did. There was a mention of Camille. There at is some a point. lack of Gonzo. Gonzo is very reduced in this. So he's far. subdued. He's like talking about like like I don't know like troubles with his mom and stuff. I'm yeah. like, he's on Adderall. Gonzo is perform. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, yeah. Is, is, is he? Is he? Uh, Gonzo's performance artist. He's crazy. Like though. Right. he's very neutered. And, and while I, I hope the show continues and does well, like it, and maybe this new showrunner could be a good thing because. The showrunner from the from the start was one of the dudes from Big Bang Theory, and oh, I'll, I'll really? be goddamned if in the fourth episode they didn't start shitting all over nerds with a bunch of cliches. Uh-huh. So, um, to uh, the, uh, the the tech support guy. Yeah. Is, oh yes. Yeah. That was so, that was oh that. He is my least favorite. I mean, obviously, I'm a, I'm in IT, but he's like my least favorite new character because that's that's a new character. Right? Uh, I ha- yeah. 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 Yes. I, I hadn't yeah. seen him until the the te- the sizzle reel teaser for this show, uh-huh. and then he was just. He was just a weird kind of moopit in the background, mm-hmm. and that was okay. But then when they're like, "What is this guy like?" Oh, he looks like a nerd. Okay, cool. Let's, let's do that with him. Yeah. Cool guy Hollywood dude. Fuck you, cool guy Hollywood dude. <laughs> um, the showrunner who is exiting is Bob Cushel, so he's the big man guy. So, uh, but it's that's what's this was unprecedented. They're doing it in the middle of the season, and they're doing a soft reboot in the spring. Good. Oh, good. okay. That that excites me because I love the original premise that they pitched, which was uh, th- them like getting the Muppet Show back together. Right. And I think it would be great if Miss Piggy's show got canceled and they had to figure out what to do next. That would be different. I mean, I don't know. I, they haven't said what their direction they're going, but the actually this is exciting. And and Pat, you watch this. The one of the showrunners from Gallivant, Kristen Newman. Oh, Gallivant was good. Is the yeah. new showrunner? That's great. Yeah. Oh, so, that's the kind of ridiculous more music we need. Numbers. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Um, I did. I will say, as a, as a bear, we do enjoy all the Fozzie bear jokes. There, that Fozzie's been kind of consistent. The fact, actually, it was yeah, Fozzie. Well, but still, it was one. It, it's still Ricky. It was a dead on joke, though. It was, it was so good. Yeah. We all loved it. The, the amount of times I saw that memed on my <laughs> Facebook feed, yeah, it was, was amazing. Now, Ricky from um, 
Oh, crap. What's her name? What's the group? Ricky Lindholm. Yes, from... Garfunkel and Oates. And that, uh, the other period or whatever, the Another other show. The other period. The, she's awesome. Seeing her in it. Yes. And as the, like, in, in Garfunkel and Oates, she's, like, they're a part of the comedian troupe, and they're making fun of how their, their boyfriends are a part of their humor, and that's a problem. The fact that she was then the victim of that from Fozzie's perspective, like, that was a cool... The, they did of, that in Garfunkel and Oates. Yeah, too. no, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. It's like, it was like a neat no, role reversal. No, no, no. Was she, they did oh, that she to was her. on the other side of that one. Okay, yeah. because she did it. That's she right. Because it was his, the male comedian. And then when he, when the guy that she was sleeping with That's went right. up there and started talking about her, they did the fadeaway. And That's just right. Left. So, like. The fact that she's involved is awesome. I love the Kermit characterization. I think that's really good because it's it's Kermit being more honest. Yeah. And I think one of the most inspired ideas has been that they broke them up. And it's yeah, showing much, yeah. that Kermit was all into her when it was, you know, but now it's like, oh, she's crazy. I don't want to like, do this. Yeah. He, like he's he's got a bit of a bite to him. Yes. And I and I that's the one thing about about the new show that I love is that Kermit doesn't he's not as much of a, like a. Like a, a living carpet for Miss Piggy anymore, <laughs> right? But at this, and so I think the thing they need to do less of in the show, though, is the whole play off the fact that they're exes and they're working together. And I'm like, yes, yes, that's good, but that's not something that it's going Have to keep a show. Have you ever worked together with your ex? So I, it is all consuming. <laughs> you hate that bitch more than life itself. And if you could drag him to hell and damn your soul too, you do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> I think it's very honest. But you know what makes sense? Gallivant and The Muppets. Two shows that I saw the first episode of, and I'm like, "Eh," and I'm done. (laughs) It's not that I think they're bad. It's just I have other things to watch, and I find them more interesting. If I wasn't so compulsively OCD and watching through a series, I would have done the same thing. I I watched all eight episodes of Gallivant. Girl, get out while you can. I do wish Gallivant was a standalone series and wasn't being continued. I think that was a mistake. Oh, they are yeah. continuing it. Oh, yeah. Oh, so it's like a mid-season replacement Yeah, it's it's the it's the, the winter season yeah, thing. It's okay. the Gallivant uh, and Agent Carter together forever. Interesting. Some weird <laughs> pairing. Now, um, crossover. are you caught up in Doctor Who at all? We won't mm-hmm. spend a lot of time on this if you're not. All right. No. I will I, just say. I tried to watch it this past weekend uh-huh. and my on demand was not working oh. so i said fuck you so BBC wait what's America the last episode you, what's the last episode you watched the um are you up to the zygon the ghost no? one. Oh, okay oh, but well, you're not through that ghost one no i, I watched it okay, i watched okay. it the next one is the vikings in space are you enjoying and that's the big one for game of thrones fans of Maisie uh what williams Maisie something Maisie williams Maisie so williams. are you enjoying it at all? You it's like all it? right. It's different. I like it. I um, really like the two-parter angle because I feel like they can spend more time I in actually stories. don't because two-parters for me... Oh boy. Six months later, I still check out at this segment. Damn it. That's <laughs> why we're not going to talk a lot about it. Right. No, and, and actually, I will refer if you are really interested in Doctor Who and you think we don't give it enough time. There was a great Doctor Who episode over on Nerdy Show. It was a microsode, right? Uh, well, it was it was pitched as a microsode, but we gave it the deluxe treatment. That was a whole episode. And know, it was lux. all about people who hate Doctor Who and people who like Doctor Who. And we were exchanging ideas, and it was a lot of fun. Here's, and, uh, here's my you thing. You get all the perspectives. I like Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. But I have always had issue with their two-part stories. I think when you're able to rein yourself in and you only have a limited amount of time... It, the stories tend to make more sense. But given, like, two parts, I'm like, this, wh- wait, what? Like, I'm still thinking about that ghost episode. I'm just like, this makes no sense. This makes no sense. 
<laughs> and I'm mad oh, that boy. I watched it. It is four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I am tired. Girl, what are you doing? Watch it at four o'clock. No, no, he's do, just do been you thinking about it that long. I work? <laughs> do you remember that I work for the no, man who once heard someone says, Oh, what time did you get out of work? Oh, I worked a 13-hour shift. That's too much. That's totally unacceptable. That was a half day. <laughs> <laughs> Working for the man. But yeah, like I'm. That's why I've been banking the episodes gotcha. of Doctor Who. I think it works well when you have them back to back. You can just blow through them. Yeah, that's how I've been watching them. I don't. Okay, first off, I think. Okay, anybody else? How I Met Your Mother. Yes. I hate How I Met Your Mother, and I also oh. hate Friends. But continue. All right, fantastic. <laughs> well, I feel like this season. Because it's all white people. <laughs> oh. With shitty bullshit problems. <laughs> yep. Preach it. I just, it's, it's a terrible series. It's a terrible series. You want to talk about awesome shows in the 90s? I'll give you two. Living Single. Oh, there it is. And, you know, I'll give you three. I'll give you Seinfeld, but oh, that's Lord. a given. So I'll give you two. Living Single <laughs> and Married with Children. You do know that How Much Miller came out in like 2010-ish era. Five. 2005. But though. no, it didn't. It came out in the 90s. It was called fucking Friends. <laughs> See, I never watched Friends. But if Friends but has the narrative uh, adventures and the, the time jumps that they take in How Much Your Mother, they never did that in Friends. I'm sorry. They didn't. I know they didn't. And that's part of the beauty of the show. White people complaining about bullshit. What do white people all sound the same to you? Come on, they're completely different stories. Come on. Here we go. Okay. Do we have time for this? You want to have it done? <laughs> we always make time for this. Listen, it's, they're just they're different. They're different. No, they're not. They're the same. Living single versus how I met your mother. I'm on Team Moral. I I, yeah, oh, I wouldn't Moral. argue that. I would never argue that. No, because. <laughs> On a different world? Yeah, I know. I was <laughs> oh my lord! World. But I'm no, sorry. I will give you Living Single though. I yeah. love live. I love Living but Single, I and I will still watch it on um, one. Is TV that the one. channel? TV One. Mm-hmm. I will when it's when I skim through and I see Living Single. I will stop and watch it. I love Khadijah. Khadijah, I'm Regine. Of course mm-hmm. I'm Khadijah. Of course you're Regine. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, oh that means I'm the cousin. I'm oh. so. So Eggplant. you are Sinclair. What Eggplant. does this have to do with Doctor Who? I'm no. So Eggplant. okay. So <laughs> Eggplant. Damn it! You brought it back around, people. <laughs> this season to me feels like so an overcorrection. <laughs> an overcorrection. It feels like an overcorrection. They wanted to do something different with series eight, and made the Doctor stodgy and angry and not Matt Smith. And they felt the feedback from it. They yeah. felt the backlash to it. So now Peter Capaldi goes from being stodgy old man, get off my lawn, <laughs> to I'm going to be in pajama pants and play my guitar every episode. I'm Basically. a whippersnapper. Really? Oh my God, like, that sounds really bad. Is that yeah. the same reason why they're doing the fan masturbatory material of bringing back David Tennant? No, that's a radio no, series. That's a radio that's series. Okay, They've been that doing different. that forever. That's a book. That's yeah. an audio book. All yes. the old doctors have these radio things they do that... Yeah. Okay, I was just making sure. They're not bringing Tenet back to the... It's all over my Facebook page. No, 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 like, no because they made it that. sound like he came back to the show, and, and they're not. It's right. With my favorite yeah. companion, Donna, yeah. but it's a radio thing. But remember what I said? We can market. Listeners who actually pay attention, you can go back to the episode where I say, when I say, I wonder how long we're going to get this doctor before they're like, mm, mm, He just signed no. up for another series. Well, see, no, no, no. no. The, the way he was... 
This oh, before they adjust. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But every doctor goes through a period of evo- evolution. Matt Smith's but first season is very typical eye. Doctor Who apologist. It's usually oh, that's me. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I got a TARDIS. No, what was my butt plug? A TARDIS, yeah, a TARDIS butt plug. But, yeah, TARDIS butt plug. That's right. So I have it. That oral is gonna whittle and then shellac for you. Oh. Splinters <laughs> no, in I appreciate the shellac. shellac. He's not gonna oh, shellac it. Really? You believe he shellac? You don't care about my colon. I understand. But but seriously, 2015. Look. I am not a geologist. I don't go spelunking. Oh, so. <laughs> I've heard, honey. Which time? Twenty fifth. That's right. <laughs> you go. You go mud driving. Not even. You don't play yourself out. For We're that. not editing that. Nope. Mm-mm. Let's move on. Yep. Jeff, are you still with us? He ducked out. I no, think. good. Good. Ba- baby things. Baby, baby ate him. So overcorrection on this, and I don't like the two-parters because I do like an overarching story. I'm a Buffy fan. Mm-hmm. There is an over there is an overarching story. I can tell you but right it's, now, it's very subtle. It's not apparent. Wait till it hits you in the face, and you're not going to think it's subtle. You know what? It's like oh. Bad Wolf. It worked for us once. It'll work for us. If every you want to be spoiled, go on Bleeding Cool and read their analysis. And I don't normally recommend this, but let me tell you, I think they're spot on about what the what the overarching story Are you is. Talking about the Clara. Yep, thing? and it's going to hit you I, guys. It's going to hit us in the face. I thought they were going to do it this episode, and it didn't. Anyway, I don't want to spoil I still it. Don't, I, I, I don't want to say anymore. I, I know you don't. You've but told, you told me that. I our like listeners Clara. might I like not want to have this book. I'm, I'm not going to say what it is, but you've told me what that is. Yeah. Apparently, you don't mind spoiling it for me. <laughs> no. Although I told you the last thing, so it's fine. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, I wasn't expecting them to do with the next episode. Yeah, really. <laughs> All right. So, Doctor Who, mixed, mixed reaction. Um, real quick, comic book stuff we should talk about. Uh, TV comic book. Oh. Hold on. Oh, we're on TV. Shield. No, that's what I'm saying. Comic book TV show stuff. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Still boring. Not watching it. It's Actually good. I, we enjoy it. I love yeah. it. I like it's it. It's the same fight, isn't it? Still boring. I'm not watching it. It's actually good. <laughs> when they did full-on Martian with Jenna, Gemma, whatever, like that was, that was cool. That was good. That. Yeah. that was, I think, the first episode that really got, that I saw, like, praise from online media outlets was that yeah. episode of the 5,722 hours or 4,000 something 4, like 000, that yeah 4,722 hours so they're ripping off it, rent is what you're saying yeah. it was <laughs> it terrible musical oh, oh man team moral still seriously <laughs> oh quick 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 segue i just now realized that the guy that plays um detective oh, west yeah was on in rent. Yeah. I just realized that, so good, we can good. go back to Way to catch shield. up. Way to catch up. Yeah, it took me a minute. And he was in Law and Order. Oh yeah, for I, like, I don't forever. watch. I don't watch Law and Order. Collins, dun, Tom dun. Collins. So uh, we're enjoying Agents of Shield. If you are frustrated by really? slow, meandering storylines that don't involve major Marvel heroes, you may not enjoy it as no, much. No, it's not but that. It's that if you vamp for a season or <laughs> half a season. And you still suck. Why the fuck would I still be watching you? Give me uh, that. Other so than angry. the first half of the first season, you're wrong. Everything else since then yeah, has everything been good. Else but you know what has not been vamping. As that first watcher, half of the first season did. We live Absolutely. in a world of prestige television. We live in a world you're of right. awesome, you're absolutely really right. finely tuned It policies. is no Fargo. So why would I spend eight hours watching bullshit when I could be watching something else. You're watching Scream Queens, <laughs> which I'm not saying is bullshit, but is not 
fine television. You know what? <laughs> I've found it more interesting. And you watch the Shonda Rhimes shows, I believe, at least a couple. Yeah. Bitch, you want to go down? We'll I'm just saying, down. like, fine television. You want to come for me for Shonda? I'm Bitch, you want to come for me for Shonda? <laughs> I love you. You took your earpiece Guys, <laughs> this television is ruining our family. Okay, here we go. Oh, boy. Shonda Rhimes <laughs> has brought... Different people, Amen, multiracial, glad. which I know you dislike. I love. <laughs> into the I love black people. I love Asian people. I love all the people. All the people. She is the oh, night Lord. to watch on Thursdays. Uh-huh. They took something that really doesn't catch TGIT and turned it into Thank God It's Shonda. Like Thank God, like it's is that Thursday. a thing? Is that a it thing? Thank God It's Thursday, but it's Shonda Rhimes. Grey's Anatomy, even though who watches Grey's? I was so, gonna say it's still there. You on go. It's still and on, still popular. Scandal mm, had good. three phenomenal seasons. The fourth one was a little dicey, but it say, got is, better is it at over? the end. It's still going. And Viola Davis, much to your chagrin, <laughs> won an Emmy, bringing it home for I her love, people. I love Viola Davis. I was so even pleased Jean Grey sleeping with her for How to Get um, Away with Murder. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. All yeah. right, Viola. Good Viola Davis. Kerry Washington, that bitch on Grays that nobody's watching. These <laughs> shows o? represent no. Oh, she's gone. Pompeo. Yes, oh, she's oh. gone. She left years ago. Oh. <laughs> Sandra o left last Shonda year. Shonda Rhimes oh. and her shows show you what we have always strived for in comic books and diversity mm-hmm. because it doesn't look like she just hired a bunch of people to fill a quota. It's that if you go to a metropolitan school for law. You're going to have all sorts of people. You're mm-hmm. going to have people from every race, creed, and color. Mm-hmm. You're going to have people from every social caste. It makes sense. But here you are clinging to these bullshit ABC <laughs> shows <laughs> when you know they have stronger <laughs> ratings when you come to... Look, it's like the color purple. Nobody oh, remembers Out of Africa. Out <laughs> of Africa won the Oscar. I guarantee you right now, eight billion people will probably be watching Scandal and Murder and unfortunately Grace. 38 <laughs> fucking years from now who's going to be watching S.H.I.E.L.D.? You in the home wow. with all the white people that you wanted because you couldn't see one of them oriental. <laughs> Oral's got a lot of veins in his neck by the way. It's, that's, that's a they're unique all, gift that he has. They're always there. You just have to pay attention. Gonna come for Shonda. <laughs> I love her diversity in her shows. Do not get me wrong. Okay, I name think a her writing. Name a character. I don't watch them because I don't oh, care okay, for so the writing. The writing sucks. You love her diversity. The writing, her diversity. The writing <laughs> sucks. I don't like the way it's. You so- watch Agents of Steel, <laughs> which I like, and you I don't have think no leg to stand on. I you like watch the war with Gary Sinise. <laughs> Who? Uh, Gary Sneeze did what now? Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> the writing is bad? Yes. With the trash you watch, Live. the writing is bad? The only trash I'm watching right now is probably Agents, not Agents, um, Horror, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Horror yeah. Story. Horror yeah. Story. Yeah, yeah. Ladies Horror and gentlemen, story. I rest my case. And I, oh, and I really like S.H.I.E.L.D., but I mean... You're right. No one should have to put up with that kind of bullshit going into it. If I hadn't stuck with that shit, just like, because what else was I going to do? Like, then it, and stuck around long enough, but no one should start it. Just fucking jump in with fucking. No, and really I would know. never say you have to go back. That, but that you happens jump sometimes, in. though. No, no, it doesn't happen, say, yeah. Not saying that, not saying it's right or wrong. And if you don't want to watch S.H.I.E.L.D., I'm, I'm sorry. Give a shit. I'm you don't just thankful Shield. that Marvel goes previously in Marvel. 
thanks. I'm thankful for it, so I don't have to watch Shield. But, and, and that's fine. I've never. I enjoy the show. I thoroughly enjoy the show. I've never once been like, oh my god, you have to watch this show. You did tell me that the other night, though. Well, that's because I'd already because watched. Because you already like it, and you well, have terrible taste. That's that's partially because I'd already watched the episodes, and he was away on on work <laughs> trip, and I was like, just go ahead and watch it, because mm-hmm. we'll get spoiled. Mm-hmm. Anywho. Uh, <laughs> And and I don't watch the, sh- the Shonda Rhimes shows. One I've never I've seen episodes of Grey's Anatomy. I could care less. That's what I've, ruined it for me, honestly. That I will say this: I have not given How I Met or How I Get Away with Murder. I've not given any other show a chance because Grey's Anatomy was really bad. Yeah. Nobody How I Met Your Murder. Yeah, but that was her. That's where her name. That was her first show. Like that was the reputation. That was the thing that I did. I watched. I did watch. And you I hate just drama. I understand. No, that. I like drama. I love drama. I'm trying to pull this away from this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying. It's got a gravitational I'm to pull. This right I'm back on him. Take the microphone away from Oral. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna pass them. Those are the best. I'm just. I'm just gonna pass them. Give them down. Shut them the fuck up. This is a traditional pre-fight donut. (laughs) You sat there, girl. You sat there. You didn't defend Shonda. You know what? I'm texting my girls right now. See if you don't try to go to work tomorrow with your tires slashed. That's okay. I can take me off. I love it. Okay. So another Whedon show that had a very similar issue was Dollhouse. Dollhouse lasted two seasons. Partially because that you one? have diehard, yeah, you have diehard Whedon fans. Even I dropped out. I, yeah, but but Fox was to blame, which I think ABC had a huge hand in the first half of the the season of a first season of Agents of Shield, because they didn't want the overarching story. They wanted standalone for Dollhouse. Agents of Shield, different different beast. But you had to get through the first six episodes of Dollhouse to find a cohesive story. You had to get to the first six episodes for Faith to become Faith again. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Yep. But if you didn't... And, and listen, I don't fault people who fall off these shows. I am compulsive when it comes down to watching a show like that. If I'm, if I'm predisposed to watch the show, yeah. I'm going to sit there and I'm going to watch through it. Even shows that I could honestly um, not really care all that much about, like Marry Me was a show that Jeff and Melody had told us oh. about when it first premiered. I ended up watching. I hated the show. I had I such high hopes. I watched all fucking 12 episodes or 13 episodes that, that were made because I'm compulsive like that. I work from home. Sometimes I can't. I can only watch all eight seasons of Wings so many times in a given um, period. Cougar oh, Town. my Lord. Cougar Town. I, that's one episode at a time. But that, you watch... I, no, but I watch... That's fine. But because that's one episode at a time. Mm. I, when I'm putting on Hulu or I'm putting on Netflix, there are very few shows that I can sit there and... Watch Just through. stream and, ha- and have. How You Met Your Mother and Scrubs are my two shows that I can put on in the background because I don't need to watch them. I can put them on and I can do what I need to do to work. Nobody needs to watch them. And then check them. it. <laughs> you don't need to watch them. If you don't like them, you don't need to watch them. Yeah. I'm going to do... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say what the internet should always say. You have the things that you enjoy. I have the things that I enjoy. I'm not going to make you watch the things that I enjoy if you don't enjoy them. Thank you, Fox News. Still team moral. <laughs> oh, I didn't sorry, say that climate change <laughs> isn't real. <laughs> and that pyramids are just grain storage. What did you say, John? I'm sorry. Uh, it's still team moral. <laughs> team moral? Yeah. No, well, but, girl, everybody but, just source you to don't. Come on, it's purge. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. Oh lord, I'm That's sorry, listeners. But, but this is the thing: if we're if we're going to recap shows and we're going to talk about this, we're going to talk about shit that other people don't enjoy, and it's going to be the same thing with our listeners. 
people who who listen to us aren't necessarily all Agents of Shield fans. Yeah. You know, but the people who do enjoy it, same thing with Doctor Who. Not you know, likes you Doctor guys check Who's. out with it. But there's people out there that enjoy it. So for them, we talk about it. For I, anybody else who doesn't enjoy it, no, fine. I have so, never faulted anybody. I work at a comic book store. I, I got five minutes. Can we wrap this shit no. up? <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't fault people for liking what they like. Yeah, I'll make, make fun of it every once in a while, but I'm just like, I fucking hate Deadpool. I said Deadpool at the ass. I fucking hate Deadpool. But are you but happy you he's like pansexual Deadpool, now? No, I don't fucking care. <laughs> that was a thing. If you, know. you, if you like Deadpool, by all means, like Deadpool. But this bitch had the nerve to fix his crooked mouth to say that <laughs> Sean Ryan is a bad television. Yeah. <laughs> symmetric. I don't know. All right, real quick, let's finish up television, and then Eric's got to split, and we can keep going. Well, I got something I got to say Please, about to Eric uh, in regards. Oh. So, so the one thing we took out of this convention that was like, there were, there were, there were some nice things about it, but there, we saw this burlesque performance for this group called Pixel Pleasure, or Pleasures. Oh. And, and I'm kind of, I'm a bit exhausted with burlesque. It's the same thing over and over again. These guys did a bunch of shit very differently. And with this burlesque performance, it was entirely House of M themed. What? Ooh. Oh, hi. Did you record it? Uh, no, no recording was allowed. Damn it! Oh. Um, which means they recorded it, <laughs> okay. assumedly. So, so I don't know nice. if it's out there, but, but you know, look it up. There was a routine involving a... Um, uh, aerial acrobatics and one of those big metal hoops. Oh yeah, with Madeline Pryor in black, Jean Grey in white, and Scott Summers in the middle. And oh, it was oh mind blowing. Wow. Was it House of, House of M or Inferno? It was. Well, it was a little bit of everything, and they replaced Layla Miller with magic. But you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> where was where was Wanda? Wanda was in it. Wanda was having headaches, and then eventually she did a striptease. Oh, you did. <laughs> That's how you make no more mutants. It, they they really set themselves aside by by every uh, routine. Either was a was a duo, usually male female, which mm-hmm. was like interesting because you don't see an awful lot of that. Right. And then if it was a single person, there was usually some kind of other gimmick to it, and it was all pretty clever. Um, what, what was Wanda's deal? I've kind of forgotten that one. Uh, um, she did a chair thing, yeah. like a chair dance. Okay. A flash I dance. Girl well. <laughs> <laughs> I made a world. God did it in six. I did it in thirty minutes. But, like, but, but the, the 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 Goblin Queen, like Jean Grey, Scott Summers thing. It was like a menage a trois on a hoop. They were all over each other. It was insane. Wow! It was the wow. first time I had seen hot. any kind of aerial act, and yeah, it was it was pretty good. That's awesome. I would love to see this. Who who is our Scott Summers? I don't know. <laughs> we don't have a Scott. You have Batman. I have Batman. Are you Batman? Hmm? Oh, you're married to Batman. And I wouldn't go. I Didn't that make you Robin? I wouldn't know. No, no, no. We need no, to. No, we need no. to figure I'm that out. I'm not that bird. <laughs> but did did uh was there a Quicksilver and Namor and were they oh. out at any point in time? Oh. That one was actually it. It was creepy, but it was one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. It, go on. Uh, th- it was there was like a lot of like knife play and slashing going on in it, and there was like like prop blood and stuff like that. This was Quicksilver and Mrs. Sinister, though Namor was nowhere to be seen. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, there we go. Yeah, I, 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 I was hoping Quicksilver's new but, lover, Namor, would have been somewhere in there. No, but it was. Yeah, it was. It was. It was definitely a little bit fucked up. Like she got on him. He's tied up. She like chains him up, and uh, it's sort of a little like 
uh, Stockholm Syndrome kind of thing. He's like, oh, man, I like this. She, she was sending very mixed signals during the act. <laughs> but eventually, like, she slices his Achilles tendons, and he's still, like, loving it, and, like, until eventually she, like, she stabs him without him even, like, getting really any. Sounds like a good time to me. <laughs> Sounds like last Thursday night. <laughs> have you been watching the whole time you might have heard that story <laughs> um all right well let's finish up television has anybody been watching the flash nope yeah. yep uh-oh you i don't know i'm sorry you don't I, like I, the new I season i hate him i hate grant the flash Gus, Gusman? Grant? i love grant everybody he's supporting i just hate Really? You hate Grant He's Gustin? 12 years old. He is very <laughs> I young. I can't he get is. past it. I had a hard time at first, but he's so just charming in his, like, naivete. Mm. That, that, to me, is Barry Allen. He's, like, kind of the naive. Jay Garrick. Give me Jay Garrick all the way. Jay oh, Garrick? Now Jay awesome. Gar- <clears throat> Jay Garrick can get it. Jay Garrick yeah. is awesome. Would you like? So we're spoiling we a little bit. Get it from you, <laughs> Listen. Wow. Wow. No, I Listen. saw that episode. He got Shut up. Do you? Without Shut your face. Too much. Do you like the Earth Two elements? Do you yes. enjoy all that? Yes. What you mean the fifty-two fucking portals that DC's got to put? <laughs> oh my god! Did you guys, yep. I, don't know, I don't know, Cap. If you guys watched Flash, but uh-huh. they shoehorned fifty-two in there, and we're like, oh, come on. Oh, I, I kind of actually find that interesting, though. It like, is interesting, but I'm like, what's the it was. It just felt they, they had to do the fifty-two. Like you know, I don't know. And they're if 52, I was them, I would have. If I was doing multi, you know, multiverse stuff, they're fifty-two you know. portals to the same universe. They're not fifty-two different. Oh, multi- yeah. But the, but the, it's, it's, they're it's, just it's playing an with Easter the number. Egg for that's, Easter egg that doesn't make any sense. It's like playing portal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, I thought it was for it, no, no. a different world. No, no, no. no, no, no. no. Then this that's is how they're all. And I don't too. care anymore. Even worse because then Harrison would have gone through the same portal. They would all be coming out of Star Labs. Right. Because that's the strongest one. That's is the, the one, one they in Star Labs. connected, but but Earth Two, it's just Earth and Earth Two. Did any ever anybody else ever watch Fringe and they did the parallel Earth thing? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yeah. Back and forth. That's what they're doing this season, and I actually kind of like it. But they're not doing it as effectively as Fringe did. But it's still giving like the chance for old actors who've been killed off to come back in different ways. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, and the Zoom mystery, I'm sure we'll find out more well, about I that. It, but I, I think know, we he know it's more like Reverse Flash from the comics than Zoom. Yeah, he does. Right? They don't. They're not sticking dark, to the comic yeah, thing. The black look to him, like, yeah, blue. the lightning blue. So next this this coming week we'll see. Him. We'll and get to see him. Okay. If it is like the comics, you know, Blue Flash was Barry Allen from the future. 
So that's yeah. a possibility. Well, and then when uh, or Barry Allen from the alternate reality. Do you guys think when the mother said she had a son, when Iris's mother? I think oh, that's it's, be Wally, it's Wally. Right? It's totally okay. Wally. It's probably it's Wally. Wally. Okay. So yeah, Wally's not the cousin yeah. now. He's the, the brother. Yeah. yeah, brother. No, it's supposedly his son, right? That no, he left no. with, that she left with? Yeah, it's, um, it's a half-sister, half-brother. It's, it's Iris's brother. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great. I'm really thrilled they're keeping with the African-American Wally as opposed to the traditional Wally. Like, he I saved himself, girl. <laughs> African-American. No, he didn't. I like Why? how I'm getting out of this. I, I, I think that's a good change. I, no. I am not an old-school Wally fan, so I can have a little more like distance. And I know some people who are, who they, they don't like that, but I think it's great. I like it, so... What? I don't know. What do you give me shit for? <laughs> I give you any shit. You just waiting. I, rem- I remember the Wanda routine. It was it was another aerial act. It was uh, it was one of the, the the hanging ribbon things, and it was her, and eventually her and her memory of Hawkeye, who she killed. Oh no way! Oh wow! Did they have the closet there in the you corner? Go, girl. Do you remember <laughs> that? What's you in the closet, Wanda? What's in the closet? <laughs> so this is Pixel Pleasures. Yeah, and they're troop out of Tampa. Pixels. Pleasure pixel. Pleasure pixels, yeah. And they're out of ta- they're out of Tampa. Uh, I, I, it, it appears so, yeah. Okay. I'll have to check them <laughs> out. That's you know, really yeah, I was I was really impressed. I'd actually I'm not sure I've ever seen a nerd less review this good before. Nice. Wow. Very cool. <laughs> Beat BTOs before Eric has to run away. Uh, Joey Golduski messaged us oh, Lord. on our <laughs> Facebook page. And he says, uh, laughing at Oral's rant, but I agree with him. All praise Queen Shamda. I just wanted to throw that in there. <laughs> Girl, he wants Face to get in your pants. Face the camera. That is why she's agreeing with you. Did you call him yet, by the way? <laughs> You're single? Butch Top 2015? Go. And single. Justin Allen loves your Phoenix shirt, Eric. Aw, another of my comments. Send me a naked picture. <laughs> All right. All right. So, Eric, you were right, leaving I us, but you will be back. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, I guess I'll just rise from the ashes again. <laughs> if, if need be, if need be. Okay. Wait, hold on. It's the 100th episode, so aren't you supposed to sacrifice yourself so we can ah. all... So we can all... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Scott. Stri- read my mind. This Logan. Uh. Logan. <laughs> Stab me with your claws. X-Men 100 was where Gene died the first time. That was when they... Well, 100 <laughs> was when they... 100 is where she, she sent them all And on. 101 is when my vagina exploded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the moon, thank God. I want to clean that shit your up. Your teleportation... <laughs> Is gaudy and unnecessary. It is inefficient and probably I get tired, girl. I get tired. It's probably contributing to the heat death of the universe. <laughs> uh, All, right. All right, bye, bitch. Bye, guys. Bye, Eric. Bye. Au revoir. So, right. um, we are going to jump into some video game talk, and there is a thing behind you, Cap, that I am very excited about talking about. Considering um, this episode was supposed to be us playing video games. It really was right? originally going to be our little lock-in. We'll have to say that for 200 or something. Video <laughs> games, No Man's Sky is coming. But it has an official date. I am very excited whoa, about whoa, that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Lay it on me. It's June 2016, which gives me more than enough time to buy a PS4. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is PS4 exclusive? I didn't know that. Um, I thought it would be like a PC thing, too. <laughs> no, I think it was supposed to be a PS4 exclusive. Uh, PS4... <laughs> it, it, at least for now, PlayStation yeah. was uh, PlayStation was I'm rocking that at their E3 booth. Okay, well that makes sense. Yeah. Now they did feature this recently on the Colbert Report of all, or not Colbert Report, the Late Show, or whatever. Like I'm like seeing this in, popping up in places that never usually do video game stuff. So is it really getting a lot of good buzz, or is this just a marketing thing, or both? No, it, it's 
it's both. It's they're being really smart about marketing it. Um, and for the people who have seen it demo, mm-hmm. it looks really great. Did you guys get to see it at it all? It could be the next Minecraft. Okay, that's oh, what God. they're going um, for. And it's not that in the, in the sense of like Minecraft is all the, the creativity angles, the building, but as far as the exploration angle of Minecraft, which is always my favorite, this is infinite worlds, infinitely different. The likelihood of you finding a world that someone else has found is unlikely. Uh-huh. However, oh, wow. everybody is existing within the same universe. Right. And if it actually does what they're saying it does, just as far as the scope, the scale, the amount of exploration for a game to just, like, either to play seriously or to just play and chill, like, it's a pretty exciting prospect. So it'll be like No Man's Land and Chill? That'll be the new thing? Oh. Yeah. Brian. No Man's Sky. Brian. No Man's Sky. Brian, as, as a programmer, you, you understand that, you know, procedurally, the procedurally generated content is... It's uh, potentially amazing or potentially really repetitive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's where I, yeah. as, a, as someone who has that background, like, yeah. I'm interested to see how they pull it off because that surprises me. Because we all remember Spore, right? Yes. Yeah. And oh, other games have tried oh. it, too, and you know, to different success levels. Now, what is there a building quality to this? Is there, like, a just exploration, or can you actually do, like, Minecraft and build up on these worlds? There's no sense of building, okay. so, so to speak, just... from what we've seen, but it's just... Um, limitless exploration so okay. you can you can decide to explore and um kind of like a pokedex uh categorize everything that you find these new elements that you then you know exchange for i hear a dog and for the first time ever it's not yours i know really i think my brother's a baby central dog uh roxy is uh talking to us anyway sorry um, but yeah sorry. like there are there are temples to explore that have these portals, which are really just dark gates. Let's call them what they are. Species to identify. Yeah. Um, okay. You can go out into space. You can barter. You can trade. You can become a pirate and steal. Oh. Um, it, it's just... So it's like it, Elements of Eve with more exploration. Yes. Yeah. Uh, more sandbox. Okay. Um, and it just looks, it looks gorgeous. And from what we've seen in actual gameplay footage, you literally go from atmosphere into space yeah then you warp back in the atmosphere all seamless it it looks fantastic. no fighting right no, no fighting oh fighting, no fighting, too. fighting yeah, too. yeah. yeah they, they um there's people like after you i think in some respect and they don't want you searching these planets so as you explore the planet the longer you stay there the more they catch up to you and then you know so there's combat and but it's Anybody, has anybody played like Gary's Mod or, or, or Half Life Two, where they have that yeah. gun that you know is like a gravity cannon or something oh, like that? Yeah, that's yeah. that's like the weapon you have in the game, so you okay. can manipulate your environment. Oh, uh, okay. Plus, there's also like uh, set phasers from stun to kill sort of thing, <laughs> yes. you know, with it too. It's all it all seems like it's all one weapon to fight everything and do everything. Like yeah, and you upgrade universal your suit, remote, you know, do universal the, remote, like, yeah, the atmosphere kind of, right? planets and such like that. It's gonna be awesome. But what's coming around the corner? Yes. What's literally about to happen? Fallout 4? Fallout oh, 4 is yeah. about to break the world. This is scary because I know how much I lost of my life to Fallout 3 when it came out right away. I don't know if I can do that again. I'm. It's just too too much going on. Everybody says that and I, they go right back. I know. But the other thing about, like, I, I have, and actually, John, you might have a better connection to this. I have a bigger connection to DC, so Fallout 3, part of which running around that area and I go to DC and I see these like that was a really cool thing for me but I don't mm. have as much connection to Boston so yes, that like is, is that going to be I, yeah that is 
That's definitely a major selling because I was actually not really that much of a fan of Fallout Three. Like I was, I was totally immersed in the world at first when they were setting up the story, and then you know you go out into the wasteland for the first time and you see it all. It's pretty cool. But then there was like, oh, it's kind of it. Yeah. You know. But uh, this one, it really it has been impressing me. Uh, I mean, it looks. Yeah. I mean, it, they've upped their game clearly visually, and and from what I understand, some of the storytelling and the characters. Uh, I also love their media push with the Pip Boy extension that I believe uh, someone uh, here. Yeah, no. Um, in fact, uh, a lot of the, the nerdy show show hosts are so insane about Fallout <laughs> that <laughs> most of us have Pip Boys in uh-huh. the, coming in the mail. Oh, and uh, Bor recently started his unboxing series. He did the Steam Remote. He did um, the gu- Guitar Hero New Guitars. And the next one we're doing is actually the PC, PS4, and X-Bone Pip-Boys all at the same time. Jesus, that's crazy. <laughs> now, if you missed out on the Pip-Boy, like the, the, the premium you know, package... Never going to happen. It's too late. There are people out there making 3D-printed Pip-Boys, and one of them actually works with me. It's so, not the same. But um, it'll do. Uh, you can actually... And you can get the app. You can download the yeah. app right now. I've already got it, uh, although you can't do anything with it, really. I mean, right? and, and you, without even having a Pip-Boy to attach to your wrist, because if you're unfamiliar with the concept, it's a computer you attach to your wrist in the game, and it actually works with the game now through this app, uh, you too can have this experience, but, you know, just on your phone. Yeah. So, and, you know, strap it to your wrist, like yeah. the jogging thing. Right? Yeah, exactly. But you need the switches and the dials. Well, and it make it awesome. Yeah. <laughs> now, another thing I've been really impressed by is the mobile game they put out, Fallout Shelter, mm-hmm. which Tiny I've been Death playing. Star. It's Tiny Death Star, <laughs> but very well done. Like, Tiny Death Star was great, and I was so pissed when that whole thing they got they got pulled. Crime. Yeah, that was that was dreadful when that whole takeover. I, I mean, I assume it's the it was the Disney. Uh, uh, it's really undetermined what happened there, but yeah, Tiny Death Star did get unceremoniously killed, even though everybody loved it. Because around this time of year with Christmas, they had little Christmas touches and they did all this fun in-game stuff. But Fallout's been doing that. They did a Halloween thing, which I I never saw because my my base that is pathetic. But um, it's a fun game. I mean, I sit there and it's it's a very casual game. You can play it and walk away from it and do its thing. Play but, it while uh, you poop. Basically, uh, but I mean, their marketing push, like they putting that out there, like what a couple months ahead of the game, like they're really smart. They're really yeah. leveraging this big buildup of interest. And I, I mean, already being a Fallout fan, I'm stoked. So uh, that's coming out. Uh, I wanted to mention briefly Lego Dimensions, which I'm pointing to on camera. You can't <laughs> How see many it. Hundreds of dollars are you in this time? <laughs> oh, shut up. No, no, I want an actual you. number. All right, so the game itself is about hundred bucks okay. for any platform. Okay. We got it for the Wii U because this and that. Now, each promo pack unlocks different worlds or different characters in the game. The mm-hmm. character only are like 15 bucks, And it basically is a minifig and a little vehicle. Okay. Then the extra levels, and the one I'm excited about we just got today is the Doctor Who one. That is a whole new like area of the game that you're unlocking, like DLC. But you actually can get a little figurine and two uh, machines, like a TARDIS in this case, and a K-9. It is an unprecedented pop culture explosion for yes. the video game. Yep. So how Genre. many hundreds of dollars have you spent? <laughs> I would guess. I've So I bought the Portal one, which is a, a level, so that's another 30 bucks. The Doctor Who one. And then we got the, Simps- the Simpsons one is also a level. So it's, that's about, about 90 there. And then we got... Yeah, about 220 because we got Wonder Woman and uh, And I, I forget the actual number, but this game is so far notorious for having, if you, if you want to be a completionist about it, you will spend hundreds and yeah. hundreds of dollars. Yeah. And I don't know that I will because, honestly, like Jurassic Park, I don't care. Um, Back to the Future, on the fence. But Doctor Who, to be come square. on. Wizard of Oz? 
Wizard of No. Mm. I'm sorry. Ninja I'm Turtles. A, I'm a bad gay. Uh, yeah. mm. Yes, you are. <laughs> That's a yes. Yes, mm. you are. Anyway, <laughs> it's fun though. The only thing I I don't like if you've played any of the Lego Star, uh, any of the Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, they're all very similar. The camera dynamics are a mess. You can get into areas where you can't see where you are. Yeah, you still give them your money. <laughs> it, you can, but you have a, if you have the, the <laughs> controls that move the camera, you can fix that. But otherwise, it's just fun. They're just kind of fun for kids. As an adult playing it, you know, there's things. It's but an utterly brilliant marketing scheme. Absolutely. And I love Le- I'm a Lego file. Like, that's my thing. So bringing together things that I love already, plus Legos, it's like, it's, it's a no-brainer. So... Yeah, ever since they came out with the Skylanders thing, technology, and then they moved it on to the Infinity. I mean, Skylanders oh. was the start of the whole thing, and the fact that that was successful as a brand new property on its own, mm-hmm. and suddenly, oh, yeah. like, oh, Disney won, you know, and then yep. now and Legos! Then Marvel Everybody has and Legos. Star Wars, and that is the one thing. It sucks that because Disney has Infinity, we're not, at least we believe, not going to see uh, Star Wars or Avengers or Marvel Lego in dimensions. That yeah. would be I mean, crazy. don't you have enough? Like, no. Well, will it never end, Brian? No, it will never end! <laughs> like, the fact that the main story is Batman, Gandalf, and Wildside from the Lego movie all working together, that is already a mashup mindfuck. Like, I love that. I think that's one of the coolest things about DC and the multiverse and how you can mix all these things together. One day, I'll watch the Lego movie. <gasps> what? I, I saw Wreck-It Ralph earlier you, this year. Honey, do you oh. want me to lend it to you? I have it. I'll give it to you. No, I'm good. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm oh, come on, man. It's it so is. good. I mean, I mean, I'll get around to it. It's a beautiful movie. They did a really it actually, it's, really you like You don't expect how good it actually is. Okay, it hits you in the feels it. at the end. Anyway, yeah. so Dimensions is huge. Doctor Who is out. Some other ones like Crusty the Clown. Some other stuff came out. But <laughs> they're rolling these out through, at least they've announced through March. And I think Doc Brown is like one of the last ones to come out next next year in March. So, which, which is funny because I I believe they led with that, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can get Marty now. You just can't get Doc Brown. Well, he came from the future. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. nice. Um, I also did get the King's Quest uh, episodic. Nice. That has been a lot of fun, although it is unclear to me because of where I'm at that like I don't know if they've released all the content. Or I just bought the pass. And I, I haven't um, picked it up yet, actually. But it, it is. If, it at E3. If, yeah, you talked about it at E3. You, you sold me on it. And uh, speaking of Doc Brown, Christopher Lloyd voices mm-hmm. old King Graham. And it's, it's kind of like um, Dragon Slayer in a modern way. The way you play the game, it reminds me of that in terms of the graphic, you know, cell-based kind of thing. Terrible at that That's game. That's not King's Quest at all, though. Well, though, it's right? not. But it works. It's weird. Like, I would like the old-school style. But they're honoring the tradition and giving it more of like a cartoony sort of storytelling. So I don't it's know. come alive. Yeah, it, it really has. It's, but I love that they're honoring the past too. Because when you know the history and you see on the wall the old uh, game art from like Kings Quest Five, the, the Minotaur one or whatever, uh-huh. it just like like my inner like child playing those games just lit up. Anyway, um, what this? There's a couple other games I think BJ you, you mentioned. Um, uh, they, uh, I know they released a, a, tr- a gameplay trailer for Attack on Titan, really? the video game. They're yes. Making a, who's, do you know who's making that? Um, it's the same people that did the um, Dynasty Warriors. Koei oh. Tecmo. T- yes, they Is do. it that kind of style of Dynasty Warriors? It, it's not. No. Because, okay. it, because you just po- can't possibly have that in the Attack on Titan oh, universe. God, no. There's yeah, not enough to do. Make it, however, it seems like each Titan that you come across is that kind of large battle, just in the fact that... Oh, it's gonna take so long just to take one one down. You know, I 
I yeah. saw the gameplay trailer for it, and I saw a gameplay demo of it, too. It was, like, eight minutes long, and it already seemed tiresome. It's, it's, it's yeah, because first you have to find one, and then they can ambush you. <laughs> And then, yeah, because you're you're literally running around one of the main cities. However, the maneuver gear reminds me of Spider-Man Two. Yes, in a good way or a bad way. Oh, like, a good, good way. way. You know, so, okay. uh, the Spider-Man Two video game where you just got to sling around New okay. York and okay, do whatever. Good. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, so good. Yeah, like it, that looks fun. So, um, did you guys see the movie? The, the the live action. I know you you didn't go. Right? I I did not. I did, did not guys see it. No, see I, I I didn't either. But I've heard many many things about. It. We've talked about all of them on our show. Yeah, I was gonna say if you covered it, I I heard bad things and that's terrible. Why I just like <laughs> terrible it like the things. Plague. I've heard terrible things about they it. They did show though that the new manga, uh, the new anime is in production. Right? There's some stuff. That's I, I yes, I would imagine so. The uh, yeah. season, the season, the fabled season two, which they I guess in the manga caught up enough to make a new season or are they yeah, they're, they're actually almost done with the manga like there's there's oh. there's enough content from the manga to make like four seasons oh, yeah. what no, they have. they've just been uh, woefully behind production so yeah. yeah I thought the big hold up was they didn't have enough so no. the manga is actually wrapping up yeah and okay. um, at this point as far as I know we still don't know what that key goes to in the basement yeah. oh fuck that it's Come the, on. It's, <laughs> it's the lost it's God the lost of anime series you just uh. they, I, I were sitting there and I'm like you know what I finished the series let me just let me just jump in the manga I'm gonna I'm gonna read the shit out of this and then I get essentially an entire season mm-hmm. into like what would translate yeah. from the manga to the anime, and I'm like, oh, nothing's been answered. I just I just have more questions. I'm just I'm just gonna sit yeah. here. So they're and doing the, lo- the lost model. Yeah, the mystery is what mattered. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm excited to check out the game, but yeah, I heard the movie was awful. They're all in purgatory. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, uh, it makes you wonder how will Attack on Titan be remembered. Like if, yes. if it doesn't change. In sure. The anime, you know? um, the uh, Dissidia Final Fantasy game. The what? What? The the yeah. Final Fantasy fighting game. I think that's that all. Sandwich shop. <laughs> I think that's done <laughs> by the same people. Disease, is it? Yeah, it's Did done you? by the same people that are doing the Attack on Titan game. Okay. Um, that though, it does not look like it's going to be a Dynasty Warriors style. It looks like it's going to be like a big kind of open fighting game. Yeah. Um, it's. It's weird because the Dissidia games haven't really been that popular, but from the trailer that I saw of it, they're making it seem like it's a much bigger thing than it really is. Yeah, because <laughs> I was I was looking at the trailer and I was like, okay, this is interesting. I've never played a Dissidia game. Yeah, oh. as far as I know, like nobody's played Dissidia. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it's doing in Japan. In Japan, it could be awesome. Oh, but, they yeah. they have they have like actual ar- they have actual arcade machines. I would totally try that. I would totally try. And that, I think but. this is that's the 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 current Dissidia coming out is actually based off of the 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 machine arcade game. Yeah. So okay. the actual arcade fighting game. Cool. Now speaking of Final Fantasy, the big patch, the three point one patch for Final Fantasy fourteen is due in about the next week or so. Oh yeah, that game still exists. It is. <laughs> it is. It is growing like really fast for a subscription based game MMO. It is growing really. Rapidly, and what I've I've immersed myself in it, having not played an MMO in a while. And you know, if you are a Final Fantasy fan, it is a return to what worked in the older games in that online community. But most of the things they do in that game, you don't have to know anybody. You can just do it on your own and do the party finder when you need to. But the new content, it's extending the storyline stuff from Heaven Sword, which is the level fifty to sixty content. And it is fixing a bunch of problems that they've had, just little like nitty gritty things. But uh, again, like I, it's I, I really have enjoyed it as a Final Fantasy fan. 
and as an MMO fan, hit or miss. Like, you know, any kind of group interaction I always have mixed feelings about because usually I'm either not doing well enough and people get mad at me because I'm a deleton at best, you know, with these games. Or, you know, I'm sitting there waiting for a cue to advance a story. And yeah. you just sit there and wait and wait and wait. Uh, and it's just... But those are few and far between. So I'm very excited about the new content. Um, Halo 5, is that uh, on the horizon as well, I believe? Guardians, is that... Yeah. Yes. I've never been a Halo fan, really, uh-huh. though. Yeah. Um, however, Nathan Fillion, that's cool. <laughs> that's all I oh, got. Is he, who is he voicing? <laughs> no, he's actually, like, playing himself, and he's, like, one of the Guardians. Really? Yeah, didn't you see the E3 trailer? No, I have not. So... Oh. So okay, because I I thought I I thought I may have had a mini stroke because Nathan Fillion also voices a character in Destiny. Oh, he's one of he's like a big character in he Destiny. Does? Yes. Oh, okay. Pat, um, do you know every time someone mentions the game Destiny, I just think of RuPaul's Destiny is mine, <laughs> and then it, the whole song plays in my head. Oh, Jesus. Whoa. <laughs> Thank you for that Ooh. feedback, Oral. <laughs> But, but yeah, uh, Nathan Fillion, um, and now I'm just going to, I don't even know their names, the the guy from um, the FBI director from... Um, Mitch Pelleggi from X-Files? No, not from X-Files. Oh. You got to, yeah. Um, so from Fringe. Excited. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, crazy guy. Yeah. Um, Boromir, not Boromir. Um, King something something. He w- He's... Denethor? Yeah, Denethor. Not, not King. I yeah, want to be a steward of Gondor. <laughs> You're leaving. Make men sing You're leaving, Jared. Jared is leaving. Jared is banding us, but thank you. He lasted as long as he could. No, he did. And that uh, Fraser. That that forty that forty thing we're talking about. Yes, yes, that thing. Yes, that that forty thing. There's we'll even a there's it. even a channel on Nerdy Show now for that type of content. Really? The Nerdy That's Show good. Theater. Um, yeah. Correct. Nerdy Show Theater. Perfect. At at nerdyshow.com/slash/theater. Yes, all the great radio plays cool, and cool, games. Cool. Oh. Uh, I know we need to. Yeah, and, um, and Wicked Anime has a new uh, RPG also what? Uh, coming out a special someday. I don't know if we want to if you've talked about it publicly, but I'm just in it's it's on its way. Yeah, no, that that's the first uh, <laughs> first slip right there. <laughs> well, you yeah. heard it here first. Well, it's, a, it's a thing that's happening. I won't say anymore. Yeah, no, uh, don't worry, that's, we don't know the reason why we haven't said anything is because we have absolutely no idea when. Well, that's <laughs> kind of where we're at with our thing. But, so. It is recorded. No. And, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, you have re- a first episode? Okay. Content's recorded. Uh, oh, okay. No, it's, it's going to be another special. But, okay. yeah, content's been recorded. And uh, I don't know if anybody, like, I, I don't know if there's anybody here listening to the show that's, like, listens to your show that listens to our show because we don't know the connection between the two. But, yeah, if, if anybody here, you have okay. similar anybody? listeners. Anybody listening to our show right now? That's going to be super exciting for them, I think. I want to <laughs> check it out. I'm excited. See, Pat, even straight people have their own drag as the new spandex. <laughs> Do they have a jazzy theme song like we do? That's true. Have you heard our theme oh, song? Lord. The Dragon's yes. New Spandex one is definitely my favorite of the two because, um, oh my God. But he loves both of them, Bethany. I do. No, I love both <laughs> of them. But I have to have a favorite. It's like my favorite of my, my dogs or whatever. You know, I, ha- I have maybe a preference. But um, our friend. Um, Never become an actual parent. <laughs> That's really. Like, you just. You made sure one person was really going to hate the other sibling <sighs> and probably put wow. you in a home. Not a good one. <laughs> Shady Pines. Shady Pines. <laughs> oh. Who is the drag queen? I can I'm have to put you on a plane, Donna. I'll oh, put you right. on a plane, Donna. I will put you on <laughs> a plane. We were at a wedding last night, and that was a thing. Uh, Who is Sean's alter ego? Jess Ketting. Thank you. I'm sorry, Sean. I couldn't remember. Jess Ketting does a whole vocal thing. It's great. All right. 
Uh, let us finish up our crazy 100th anniversary, 100th, 100th episode anniversary, with a little, little comic book talk. When is Secret Wars going to end? Because it feels Sometime like in December. Never. It's it's December. Episode, issue 9. We know this. It's a secret. It's... <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> do... Jokes just keep coming. I'm too good. I had a flash of pickle surprise for some bizarre reason. Pickle right. surprise! What's secret? It's a surprise. Um, what... What, where are we at in this big epic Marvel event that is now suddenly un, not over, even though books are launching? The like, lie where are we at? is coming undone. Yes. Doom is losing his um, Rip stronghold over Battleworld. And really, like, even though he took some liberties, when you say what's left of reality, you deserve to treat yourself. <laughs> Damn straight. That is true. And I think Doom did a good job. He did. Yeah. He really did. Like, yes, it was brutal at times, but, I mean, you have to... He may have taken his, his arch-rival's wife and family as his own. Well, I mean, when you, you think know, about whatever. it, Doom was a better husband than Reed has ever been. Because, That's true. He was attentive. Yeah. He was attentive. Yes, they both lied, but Reed has lied to Sue and his family and the meter maid and the IRS wow. dozens and dozens of times. I mean, to be fair, Doom took... Doom kind of, you know... Because she loves him. Like, every time Sue is chilling out with him, I'm like, damn, Ooh. man. She's, Sue. like, draped all over she's him like, in that throne she, room. She's, like, beloved. On the and world like, tree. What do you do when you're the royal divine consort? Right. <laughs> you sleep or God? It's, it's, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm torn because I love Reed. I do love Reed. Now, the thing coming out of <laughs> his uh, imprisonment in the wall, fighting Galactus on one of the covers is, is pretty awesome. Yeah. You got to admit. Yeah. Big Marvel craziness. Um, all the books, the tie-ins are sort of wrapping up, right? They're all many sort of, have, yeah, yeah, many have. They they were delayed a lot because there are some things they couldn't finish without ruining. Mm-hmm. Um, like the Thor's, end. I would think is one. Thor's of them. is coming out yep. as we tape this. Thor's will be out Wednesday. Okay. Um, they just they can't wait anymore. Yeah. There's just some things yeah. you can't wait on, and that's you know that's the sad part when you when you look at the event overall. If you look at the pieces and not the delays, this has been a really strong event. Oh, yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is easily the, the strongest comic book event I have ever witnessed in my life. Yes. It was going to be remembered very well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's an evolution of an older idea, but in a way that's almost completely different. Mm-hmm. has the bare parts of it, but it's a totally transformed so, thing. Yeah. Now, and the other thing is now that we're seeing the new Marvel status quo, we're realizing that pretty much a lot of it doesn't matter or at least if it matters it's I wouldn't say that I think they've done a really good job at keeping um, the mechanics and the cogs under wraps yeah so you know we know spoiler alert if you're reading Invincible Iron Man Doom is there right um, and he's completely transformed Mm -hmm. you know that um, Sue and Reed um, have been taken off the board and so you can assume that Valeria and Franklin have been as well. Right. But these are all things you would have instantly guessed if you if you really like read the material and thought, mm. huh, I wonder how this is going to end. No, nothing truly like shocking that's disturbed the fabric of everything has, has right. come out in these early yeah. So if you're an old yet. Marvel fan and you followed the Marvel continuity for decades, it's a lot of the same, but an evolution of that. 
and new people are kind of taking a four. Yeah. Oh yeah, there, there's just exciting new stuff. The one thing, like with all these new number ones, I gotta say, by comparison to what's been happening with Secret Wars, a lot of them feel stale, yeah. especially the glut of Avengers books. Yes. There was a whole there, um, yes. preview book dedicated to all the Avengers teams, and God, if they didn't just spell out exactly why I shouldn't give a fuck, <laughs> like they did, and I've been giving them a fair chance, but it's rough, man. I totally you know, agree. The, with you. the preview, the zero issue for all new, all different Avengers. I mean, it was fine. It wasn't out of this world, but we'll see. New Avengers, I do not like. No, and it has awful. the Maker in it, and it has Hulkling and Wiccan. Yeah. And when you have three of yep. my favorite characters, and I still don't give a fuck, you have, you have missed yeah. that. Yeah, that's, that's Ewing, right? But it's it Ewing, yeah. and that's, that's the, the one thing I will say about this. There are some books where you look and just like, that's going to be fantastic. Extraordinary X-Men, that was a really solid beginning. Yeah, yes. the X-Books Karnak, are kicking ass. Yeah, Karnak knocked it out of the park. Doctor Strange, I never doubted Jason Aaron or Chris Bachelot for a second. Yeah, no, that was but when you look at who got some of these like flagship titles, right. Ewing is not, he should not have been one of them. I'm interested sounds, about his Ultimates. I want to see how that plays I'm, out. That's the one thing that yeah. I'm looking for. You put Galactus on a team, I want to see what you do with that. <laughs> yes. I want to see what you do with it. You know I what didn't I mean? catch that. That's, that's yeah. news yeah. to me. Jesus. Yeah. But, but the thing is, like Ewing. He's he's not a terrible writer. I have liked his work. Yeah. Yes, and he's not a. I would say right now he's he's not a great writer. He, he hasn't. He's hit somewhere his in between. For me. Yeah, he's he growing. Yeah, but when you are putting out comic books, the in between is pretty much a death now. It's pretty much a death now, and like you know, there are lots of people who enjoyed. You know, other series that he did. But if you base it on what he's recently done, mm-hmm. like his Mighty Avengers mm-hmm. and like Captain America and the Mighty Avengers, those were the whole hum books, to say the least. Right. Yeah. The second one, I didn't even bother. So, what, like, what did you guys think of the Sam Wilson Captain America book? It's strong and yeah. it reminds me of Nick, like Nick Spencer is yep. totally writing like a. He's distilling down what Captain America does over. The however many years, not being just a patriot, but being someone true to the spirit of his America and reflecting that in his decisions, stepping away from S.H.I.E.L.D., stepping away from all the other organizations, flying coach, being a man of the people, challenging they the government. The black man fly coach. He chose they it made is. him fly coach! And I love, I love that Misty Knight and him are hanging out. I love that she is at the forefront now in a book because that she's a great character and should be out there. Damn straight, she's I, great. I wonder yeah. what happened with her in Paladin. Like, they get, that get written out? What's oh, what's going on? Well, I don't know. Yeah, that that is unfortunate too. But like, it's it's that's been strong. Um, what about Ultimate or not Ultimate uh, Inhumans? The uh, Uncanny Inhumans. Okay, it was that was, it was interesting. Solid, yeah. solid. Kang coming out and fighting Black Bolt. Well, that was in the Zero son. issue, yeah, so yeah. we knew that was going to be a continuing thread. Why they gave us that Zero issue? Nine months ago I mean, is beyond me. Yeah, Charles Soule's work is great, but is. I gotta say his Inhuman stuff has bored me. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I I dip in and out. I know what you mean, though. I totally know what you it's, mean. He's doing the best that he can. The Inhumans are really a hard sell. They yeah. are, and and I have always liked them because I like quirky and weird. But like, I mean, the last thing Crystal did of note was <laughs> Realm of Kings. These refugees need fresh water. And clean air. And so she cleaned the air and she made them a little water fountain. And that was it. Is she still with Ronan or did that all split up? No, they have split split up. up. um, And she's going to be leading the team. So Inhuman is going to be Crystal's book. 
Uncanny and Human is the the book with both Black Bolt and Medusa and all the other Inhumans <laughs> and Johnny Storm <laughs> and, and Beast. 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 Yeah, it's a whole smorgasbord of stuff. Now, what about we talked about X Men? We talked X Men six hundred finally came out, and so I, did Bobby Drake. And <laughs> thank you to himself. Both Bobbies are now out, which is like Jonathan. Were you aware of, of this Iceman situation? Uh, n- no, I'm not aware aware of any X Men stuff whatsoever. Well, do you know you know who Bobby Drake is? Yes, Iceman, I right? do. I do. So yeah. young, Jean they Grey have like, outed him. Jean Grey from <laughs> the past, like outed him. Yeah, I think I heard about that. I, I do remember no, the that. No, Gray's dead. Right. And then they, in the 600 issue, went to adult Iceman, and basically Bobby's like, you know you're gay, right? Like, let's admit it. You think Angel's hot. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, he, he said, are you gay? <laughs> there was an ice tear. Yeah. An ice tear. That just kind of disintegrated. <laughs> And, and, and then they decided to talk about if Angel was hot or not. Which I love. That's really no, it. I love that, though, they did that. No, you're missing the best part. It, he also turned to Jean Grey and yelled at her and said, nobody likes you, Jean Grey. <laughs> this is why nobody likes this you, This is why Jean. nobody likes you, Jean Grey. And she and, go out on us. <laughs> she's like, what if? And then she said, no, this is why everybody likes me too much. <laughs> you know, and uh, I can understand. I, I mean, it's fine, like. Bobby has never really been one of my favorite characters. He's really cool to play with in games that get him right because he can slow down momentum. But um, <laughs> so I just recently played Marvel Ultimate Alliance, and um, it was handled well. Um, I don't know why. If we got Secret Wars four four months ago or three months ago, I don't know. It all kind of merges together why we had to wait so long for 600 because 600 really didn't it's totally separate ruin yeah. anything yeah it totally yeah. orthogonal just I, like, it was it was beast beast leaving i think was the one aspect yeah. leaving to go to the inhumans which is like i don't know it, yeah it didn't it didn't they could have i don't know there was no i point. heard there were production delays in 600 that by the time they pushed it out it was just distracting from what was going on in secret wars so they said you know what just push it out to the release of the new one which honestly you said it. you you enjoyed the lemire one I didn't. I actually was kind of like, uh, well, like, I've, I already, I've already showed you the receipts as to why I think you have terrible taste. No, 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 no. I'm glad it's doing well, and that's great. I just, Lemire, to me, works best in his own space with his own things. All of the things I've liked of his are his own characters, his indie stuff. Every time he writes a major book. Did you not read Animal Man? I didn't. Well, that was okay. I'll, I'll give you that. Animal Man was okay. But when he did the Justice League United stuff. And that was a book killer. Yeah. From DOA. Yeah, totally. Until it came back, and I wasn't reading it by then. Yeah. Now, and you know, his Superboy was pretty good, too. I'll mm. give you that, too. But I don't know. I, it's a hit or miss to me, and I, I that first issue. I'll read it. I mean, we're, Pat loves this it. This is the thing. It's going to be a story that we've seen in a, already with the legacy virus. Yeah. Mm. Minus the sterilization. Or no more mutants. I mean, it's the same well, no. Well, because you, you have a pox. You have the M pox. That's true. Yeah. It's, it's your legacy virus 2.0. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what they do with it and what the end game is. I'm not going to cast judgment on the book. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. But I want to see what they're going to do with it because you can either play this really well or you can just slap everybody in the face. Because everybody's already expect, expecting the slap in the face because 
everybody and their mama online wants to be like, oh, well, see, now they, they just want to get rid of the X-Men. Right. But there's so many X titles coming out. Yeah, well, of course. Right. Well, but that's the thing. And it's not like the Fantastic Four. They're Four. turning into the skid. They're not turning away from it. They're making more of this when really it's not. You know, you're talking about Fantastic Four, a book that wasn't selling well, versus the X titles, which, granted, not every X title sells well. I loved X Factor. Didn't really, you know, I don't think held its weight there. X Force. The two X Force books. The Hopeless one was better than the Humphreys one. Spurrier. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, it's, yeah. and, and Spurrier. Spurrier one. But still, I mean, so not every X book is going to do amazing, but they're selling. You know, but you've got, you know, your core X titles sell well. They're not going to turn around and just go, well, you know what? Fuck this. We're just going to get rid of it all. Yeah. No. You're going to have something that's going to come out of it. And hopefully, what will end up happening is they'll bridge the gap versus send them off planet. Yeah. Which they, is, they have not explained the X-Haven thing. And if they do tie it into Guardians of the Galaxy, like from the 90s, where X-Haven was like another planet for mutants, I would be excited by that. But, you know, I'd probably be like the only one. I think uh, <laughs> 90s Guardians of the Galaxy can blow me. <laughs> you didn't like that. It's 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 every time it comes back, every time it rears its head, I'm just like, oh god. Oh, that was like one of my favorites. Sorry, uh, Jim Valentino. Uh, um, the uh, I I gotta talk about my boy Peter Parker. Oh. And his somehow transformation into Steve Jobs 2.0 and the Batman new Spider operated. the new He's Spider Amazing totally Spider Man. He's the no. poor man's Tony Stark. He is the poor man's Tony Stark. Real quick before you go into that. Yep. Joey Golduski wrote in with another question, and oh. this will tie right into oh, cool. So you can you can incorporate this into your Spider-Man talk. He wants to know what you what everybody thinks of Spider-Man going international. So I figured I figured since you were to go that with Spider-Man, this perfect. is a perfect time to go perfect into it. So timing. you can incorporate that into your Spider-Man talk. Did you talk. read Batman Incorporated? No. Okay, that's what it feels like. So far. it feels from what I from people have told me that that it feels like Batman Incorporated. The thing that I the thing with the thing with Peter Parker's Peter Parker's life sucks, and it used to it used to, and now for the first time we're actually getting Peter Parker with his shit together, and but with that comes a whole different mess of problems. With that great he's, shit together comes great responsibility. <laughs> so. Here's the thing: is he now has the power and the means, mm-hmm. and it looks like he's he actually took stuff from Superior. Yes, like he actually has body armor and mm-hmm. a transformative um, uniform, and he's he's kind of figured out like you know, hey, this guy already knows who I am. Why don't I have him be be Spider Man over here to so throw they, people have off? Have they explained that his other like alter Spider Man people? Like, I mean, what's his name in 2099? We get. But isn't there somebody else now uh, running around? What's he, his name? He Miguel, hired. I'm sorry. I'm he sorry. hired the Prowler. Hobie? Yes. Hobie? Uh, he Hobie. hired uh, ex villain the Prowler. Oh, okay. Yeah, he purple and green suit looks like yeah, a yeah, goblin. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He. Um. So he's 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 manufacturing sh- uh, technology for Shield now. Oh. He's right. he's Fair um enough. got the newest cell phone craze. Uh, which is webware. There's an app for that? Is that yeah, it's saying? it's like a wrist what? cell phone that does everything. Yeah, webware. Nice. Yep. Um, Spider-Man is his company's spokesperson. Again, Batman Incorporated. Batman Incorporated. Spokesperson and bodyguard. Yeah, and bodyguard. which is you know very very much Iron Man tropes. Yeah, they're really working it. But which the- Iron Man is super popular among non-DC or non-comic reader fans. So yeah, it makes sense. Leverage that in. So I, I really and and it's and it's he's got like a net he's got a network and just from what I've read so far with the books they've released he's got a network with the other Spider Man um, 
the uh, Miguel. Um, it's like the, Tinder, but for Spider-Man. From, from the future, actually works under him in the R&D division. Okay. And if no one's reading Spider-Man 2099, holy shit. Yes. Yeah. That is one of the, like, the run just prior to it being rebooted for, as every book was rebooted this year. Can't. Um, it's insane. And something happens at the end of the first issue that is like, Peter David, no comic book author, has ever written as long and as awesome as you. That man, there's so many people from his generation of comic authors who just suck horribly now. Yes. They cannot yes. tell new stories. And that man is a fucking treasure. Yes. Because that first issue, a horrible, horrible, incredible, unexpected thing happens. And it just, man, it's incredible. Yeah, I'm just yeah. like, oh, okay, well, I can see that. Oh, nope, spoke too soon. <laughs> there you go. Nice. I mean, I, I, I really like Peter David's work. What I found funny when we interviewed him over on Comic Bears, like, we were like, oh, so you set this up years before. He's like, not really. I just kind of went back and I said, you know, let's do this. Let's take that. Which shows to me, you throw him into any situation. I don't care if he wrote it before or not. That man will write good stuff. He's that talented of a, of a writer. So If he doesn't yeah. go down as, like, among the greatest comic book authors of all time, like, there's, it, the world has no fairness. And just general authors. I mean, his, he's written, like, more True. probably novels, you know. I, I actually just picked up some, some prose from him, some regular, some traditional wordy words without yeah, yeah. pictures, and I'm really excited to read it because I've never read any of his I mean, stuff before. He wrote the first Star Trek novel I ever read, the Imzadi, which is, like, a lot of people think back to that as, like, one of their favorite storylines. It wasn't in the show, so... Um, Vision, real quick. I want to talk about that because... Oh, my God. Wow. It's so weird. Tom Taylor. Tom, no, Tom King. Sorry. Tom, Tom King. King. Don't blame Tom Taylor for that. No, no, no. <laughs> Tom, no, I'm not blaming him. I think it's great. I love it. This this is the kind of book that Marvel is taking a chance on and doing something that is very unique and different. And But I want to know, where is Vision's other family? Oh, I know, right? <laughs> they ended the goddamn other book where he had a fucking family on another goddamn planet. Yeah. <laughs> and then this did. family shows up? Yeah, Remender's thing, and they just sort of whoop. Um, but it's like the style, like the, the narration, and it's sort of like, you know, Asperger's-y, kind of like no emotion, just sort of talking. Should, like, we, should we set the stage for people? They might not know what we're... Please. Could, okay. It's it's Vision as a as like a White House Avengers um, liaison. Liaison, yeah. Uh, so he's living in the D.C. suburbs. He's living in fucking Arlington, Virginia. Yep, yep. And has... Apparently, if the narr- if the narration is to be believed, right. yeah. created a wife, son, and daughter for himself. Twins, this, they're twins. Yes. Twins. twins in this fraternal twins in this bizarre, destined to fail, and already kind of has experiment. I don't know what the hell is going on with this book. And by the last two pages, it goes so far off the rails. Because who came back from the dead? Oh. He's, he's dead. He's yeah. a goddamn horseman of apocalypse. Yeah, that was odd, but yeah. I kind of let that go. And then he's go. back. I let that go. Well, uh, Wonder Man's Secret brother. Wars. I was. I, uh, oh, Grim. I wanted Grim Reaper to stay dead very much, and I was very upset to see him walking around again. <laughs> he's a shitty character. Well. well, Grim Reaper is back, but then on top of that, they also talk about the fact that somebody's brain patterns are based off of Wonder Man. Yes. Yes. So somewhere in that I whole thought, production. Vision's family is based off of Wonder Man. I thought the Vision was originally Wonder Man patterned. Was that right? I know he's Ultron, but he was also, I think, Wonder Man. Uh, yeah. That might be was the that case. Who, yeah. Yeah. I think so. Okay. See, I, I, I only... I knew Vision and Scarlet Witch from Avengers West Coast, and then picking up right. the bits and pieces, apparently after they were no longer together, when she killed See, everybody. Vision, for me, I get the premise. I think it's 
interesting, I don't think it's going to work. Like, it just doesn't seem like a book that can hold the attention of not just the masses, but the niche people who would want to read it. No, it is a very odd book for Marvel. Is it a miniseries? I don't think no, so. They have no. What? It's the? I don't. I don't think it is. I don't know how they can sustain this. It's like this. image where they don't necessarily tell you it's a miniseries. They're gonna let it go for a little while and then see how you know. The Twelve issues. Goes. I was gonna say yeah, <laughs> six, 12 tops. I think it, I enjoyed the book the, overall. The art was I've, Walto is the guy. I'd never seen his stuff before. It, awesome. Looked really non Marvel. Like that's the good thing about Marvel and DC is doing this a bit more now too. There's no house style. They're not enforcing this awful, like, cartoony or awful, like, photorealistic. Like, they're just letting the artists tell their own thing. Yeah, house style is the worst. Yeah. So. yeah. so I'm so happy to see that. And, you know, I'm not a big fan of the Vision, but obviously I think they're saying, well, you know, after Avengers Age of Ultron, you know, coming out and the new movie's coming, he's going to be a character people are going to probably gravitate to. Well, he's a character that they're going to be banking a lot right. on. They're figuring he's... More than likely going to be the warlock of yeah, Infinity yeah. War, I'm which not, is a I'm not shame. loving that because they're probably yeah. going to send him out into space. He's going to probably be a... part of Guardians of the Galaxy. A crying he's... shame because <laughs> then he's going to eventually have to cross paths with Thanos because yeah. he's going to have to get that stone ripped out of his head a at some travesty. point. <laughs> it's interesting. I like Vision. I, 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 do. I don't I, dislike Vision. I married him, oh. but it, I like the plant him. you gave the Vision that. That, oh, no, there was the vase. No, it was the plant, right? The plant. Mm-hmm. The vase was from the Silver Surfer. That was yes. kind of cool. Like, nice little continuity touches they brought in. They uh, brought in. The plants from Mount Wondegore? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was very nice. Good good gift. Yeah. Good gift. I, I, the, the narration was odd. It right. really was it's meant a to very... Be stilted and but, non-emotional. And... Yeah, but at the same point, like, talking about the neighbors that came over and then what's going to happen to them... It just it it was interesting, and I I'm curious to see where it goes, but I definitely don't see it being. It did take a, that's a dark turn with that the neighbors that came over, and they're but like, was, they I, will die nine pages from the end of the story. Well, no, like, <laughs> by the end of the story, somebody will kill them. It was it was, neat. and it just says somebody somebody will kill them. Yeah. The last um, the husband's last thought will be that you know he he's glad that he spent this time with his wife. The wife's last thought will be, why, is that why vase was empty? the vase of the water vase of whatever empty? It reminds <laughs> me of like that storytelling style you saw in like, Pushing Daisies or something where the, the, the omniscient narrator, future omniscient, and sort of has these reflections of what's to come. It and sounds like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. A little bit, <laughs> a little yes. Bit. And, and it has that vibe. So I, um, I, don't, I honestly have no idea what to make of this book, and, but I, and I didn't outright enjoy it. I know it made me very uncomfortable. Yes. And that it's probably a good thing because that doesn't often happen. Um, and I'm curious to see where it goes and I really hope it's a miniseries because it sounds like the sort of story that needs to be self-contained. Yeah. But it did remind me a lot of the very early 2000s kind of art house um, short stories that Marvel was publishing. Things like Unstable Molecules, the Fantastic Four book. Oh, wow. Um, by, uh, by Sturm. Like, there was some weird stuff they did back then that were... Um, even experimental stuff with X-Men. Uh, they had like an X-Factor book, I think, that was four issues long that was really weird, arty, and standalone. And this feels like that, which I always liked. I don't think it did well for them back then. It's probably not going to do well for them now, but I hope it does. Yeah. I mean, if other big books keep up the sales numbers that they let these go, like, they'll do that. They'll have these books that you're like, why is this still going? Who's reading this? I have a funny feeling, though, that if it's going to be a book that's going to stick around, 
it's going to drop this premise. Oh, yeah. This is going to be the initial, like, right. here's this weird thing that we're doing, and then it's going to kind of yeah. realign itself into something a little bit more superhero-ish. Yeah. Or something is going to happen within this arc that's going to make it fall more in line with what the books are. Or now. it takes, like, the Hawkeye approach, and people either just gravitate to it, and then they get that's to keep doing happen. it. It's no one thought it would happen with Hawkeye, and it did. Well, by the first issue, you knew, oh wow, we have something different and new. With this, you're like, mm, mm. Uh, I've heard several <laughs> noble other, endeavor. Other There's podcasts. a difference between cult phenomenon and yeah. noble endeavor. <laughs> well, we'll see how it plays out. Um, what other is it? In Marvel, Marvel's good. DC, um, Karnak. Oh, oh, Karnak. Yeah, Grim the Warren Ellis, Ellis book was great. That was great. Karnak is an inhuman. Hasn't gone through Terra Genesis. Sees everyone and everything has flawed and beneath him, and I like that superiority that comes with it. It's Warren Ellis just talking. I mean, well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, if um, you read his blog, it's basically. And like I said, Jason Aaron's Doctor Strange, super bizarre, super smart, really self-aware, um, and really, really modern. Yeah. No. It, it, and Bachelo like is not a. He's an older artist who's done a lot of stuff over the years, and his style has been fairly consistent. But uh oh, oh boy, it really has adapted well and it fits the storytelling. I think. What do we got? Another question from Joey? Yeah, Joey. <laughs> Joey's back with more. It's not a question. He just has a comment because we're talking about Marvel. Um, he says that Oral, you need to start a petition to get Shonda Rhimes oh, to write geez. a Marvel book. Ah, there it oh is. Oh my God! There it I, is. I, I would read. This that. is my ticket out of this bitch. <laughs> you heard it here. <laughs> Um, DC, real quick. I mean, there's a fair amount going on, but mm-hmm. I mean, the Batman's weird and creepy. I like Batman a lot. Justice, uh, Dark Side War. That's actually been really exciting. Except, yeah, the, the time for the singles. Yeah, the, the Batman single, amazing. It was really super good. Oh yes. yeah, it, it's one of like it might be one of the most bold single issue Batman stories of the past I, ten years. I heard it's because he really messed. He up. doesn't get out of the chair. No, he no. basically no. just. It's not even that. Like, he and the chair are fighting. The chair is probably going to kill him. Uh-huh. And it's not even the, that. Ba- Batman sat in Metron's chair. He now knows all things, including who killed his parents. That's yes. the that's the, the plug. Yep. Yes. And so, like, he knows who kills his parents. It's Joe Chill. He knows who the Joker is. And that's a shock. Um, and I'm hoping that we get this, like, final, definitive, like, who the Joker is at the end of Dark Side War. Because I think that'd be... like. Didn't they already really try cool. that with uh, what's his name's book? Snyder's book. Didn't he kind of do that with the? Not really. No. 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 That, that was like Snyder's are still shrouded in mystery. Yeah. yeah. And this one's like Batman actually knows, but of course we have to remember this is Bruce Wayne Batman. This takes place before the current day. This guy is going to lose all of that information. In fact, right. he may have had this information unless something happens prior to Snyder's last yeah, arc. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, but the thing is, is that everyone thinks that you know Batman will save the day. Batman's really altruistic. Batman is above reproach, and he is not. And he's he's sadistic. And you finally get that idea. You know, when people say, you know, everyone thinks that Batman um, thinks so highly of his, like, rogues gallery, and he thinks that he's better than him when he's actually no better than any of them. Yep. That is what you get in that one shot. You get Batman just fucked up. Really? And it was great. However, like, stay away. Stay far, far away. Superman. And Flash. And Flash. Terrible. Really? 
I think these, I picked these, up Flash. These are the Dark Side War one shots. Just steer clear. Flash is now the uh, Black Racer, right? Which is a cool idea, yeah. but right. a terrible issue. Um, yep. uh, Superman is sort of an odd, like, not an exact new god. No. But he's like the god of power. So he's it's sort the of god Orion kind of. No, he's just, he got zapped with a black sun. Yeah, he's like, it's like, he looks like Mr. Negative from Spider-Man. Yeah. They, inver- <laughs> they inverted him. And now he's in an inverse personality. Oh, boy, I've seen this a thousand times. And it's not very good. Yeah, yeah. no. Um, what other one-shots are they doing? Or is it um, the Wonder Woman? Lex Luthor is getting one. Um, yeah, Shazam new- is getting one. Where he has the powers of the new gods, not the old gods, Ooh. which is an interesting premise. Um, and there's, like, another one that I can't remember. I love – I really have enjoyed Dark Side Wars. Like, I think it's a neat idea. And it's, it's just one of those things with DC that, like, I like when they do it. But I kind of feel like now that nothing's in continuity, it's, it's confusing. Yeah. Um, but only if you let it. Like, you don't have to. You can just enjoy it Oh, yeah. I don't think about that at all. I just read it. But, yeah, I ain't worried. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's curd. Constantine, Midnighter, solo books, doing their own thing. Yes. They're pretty good. Both with gay writers, uh, Tenian and Steve Orlando, both up at um, New York Comic Con. They did the uh, first uh, Times Out panel. And, like, I'm thrilled that they are doing such great work as outriders talking about, you know, bringing in some of their own, you know, personal elements and just having a great story tell about sexually ambiguous or yeah. gay characters. I'm- so. Batman Eternal is Batman Eternal. Batman and Robin Eternal. It's yeah. fine. I finally get a decent story with I'm, Tim Drake. I'm really sick of weekly books, but it is a better weekly book than Batman Eternal was. Really? That's mm. good. No, that's, I've heard I've heard good things about it. But other than that, like DC, nothing really kind of quiet. As long as they keep their shit together and like don't you know radically kill all their books, like as long as Prez gets its second story arc and everything. I don't think it is. I thought it was over. I, I be- there's a good chance it could. Okay. I don't know that definitively. Prez is one of the best books that I, came I out this year. I have heard consistently good things. Um, you know, I, Omega Man I don't think is going to play well until it's collected, but they did, they are letting it finish. So. Yeah, that's good. No, that's good. Yeah, I, there have been some really interesting and bold choices from DC, but you know, maintaining that is is hard for them. Uh, image, real quick, favorite new image book. Let's just go around here, uh, starting with Mr. Oral here. What's your favorite new image book? Oh, or or come multiple, back. multiple favorites. Fine. Come back to me, BJ. Are you reading any image? No, I'm not reading or, any. Or any any non Marvel. Any no. Um, I picked up Claws, which that, is that is image. Is that yeah. image? It is. Oh, that is image. Okay, so I I picked up number one of Claws, and holy crap. I actually really like it. I yeah. I picked it up just mainly because I was like, oh, hunky, hunky, hairy dude, I can I can get into this. The bears and then, go for bears. Then yeah. I actually read it, and I was like, oh, I made a very good decision picking this book up. It's um, it's kind of like the story of the brutal story of Father Christmas. Oh, that's the Morrison. It's book? Grant Morrison's yeah. retelling of Santa Claus's origin story. Oh. Last week came out. Yep. Yep. Shit. And you know, my sounds thing good. sounds very good. Yeah, my yeah, yeah. thing was I'll read the hell just out like, of it. oh, I was reading him like. Graham Morrison, you're, you're telling a very linear story. You, you reined it in. I'm really turn the page, splash page. Motherfucker. Uh. <laughs> it's did, fine. It'll be fine. It'll did the happy fine. blue horse show up? Not did, yet. Uh, but not kind of. yet. Oh, <laughs> but yes. something just as bizarre. Oh, good. No, that's that's my stuff right there. Can't believe I missed it. Uh, Cap, what's your favorite new image book? Um, or any? Man, yeah, I'm going to have to like di- uh, broaden that a little bit. Cause only because <laughs> I'm not really 100% sure what's come out from Image recently and of all the stuff I've been reading. Um, 
And you guys follow Wild's End at all? It was a. I heard that they did like a, the next story as a new relaunch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Wild's End is basically Wind of the Willows mashed up with War of the Worlds, uh, okay. written by Dan Abnett. Yeah. It's fucking phenomenal. And, and I heard I, there's some metatextual stuff with these two writers that hate each other. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it, I thought it was a standalone story, but there's a whole new volume that started a couple months ago, and it's really good. Basically, this is the aftermath of what happened when a small town of talking animal people in, uh, in England uh, met with these strange, adaptable, mechanical aliens and took down the one that was stalking them. And now that story ended. Now the government's there. They've got them kind of in an internment camp, not believing whether or not they could be aliens. And they've actually, as a last resort, because they're so desperate to figure this out but are doing a terrible job, <laughs> brought in science fiction authors to help try to explain this. One of whom – and this is one of my favorite parts – one of whom ha- is successful and has been ghostwritten by his ex-wife, who's a main character from the, from the prior book. So, and she hates it. She hates the schlock that gives her money. And so now all of a sudden her ex-husband's shown up and she's like, you? They brought in you? I fucking wrote those books. Like, uh, <laughs> oh. Yeah, I've, I've heard some really interesting things about that. And just the idea of mer- merging those two things is really cool. Uh, Jonathan, are you reading any? Uh, yeah, sure. Actually, I have the next issue right with me. Ooh. Tyson has his diesel. Okay. It's uh, from um, uh, Boombox. Boombox. Yeah, it's it's mm. phenomenal. The artwork is amazing. For anybody who doesn't know Tyson Hess, he did a webcomic uh, boxer hockey. Okay. Uh, and I, I actually wasn't too up on that one. I just recently started uh, discovering his art, and I, like a week before this comic came out, and the art is just absolutely phenomenal. It's a four-issue uh, four miniseries uh, about this girl who – is on a uh, an airship. Uh, it's it's like a steampunk world. Uh-huh. So she's on this airship, and she is the rightful heiress to it. When after her father died, but she can't get in until she's eighteen, and uh, she's just a mechanic in the shop. And she runs around and acts like it's her ship, but it's not yet. And so some weird stuff happens. And, uh, that's like basically the uh, first issue that you get, and um, it's super interesting. The art is just amazing. The way that uh, the panels can convey a story. Like I, I love it whenever a comic book can convey a story without speech bubbles. Right. Um, and and that's one of the things that they do, especially in this. Uh, and the facial expressions that he can draw is just utterly amazing. Uh, I'm totally on board with anything Tyson Hess has ever done now because of this story. Cool. Oral, what'd you think of? I haven't read Diesel yet. Oh, okay. Um, I think I've I think I've figured out my image book. Okay. Uh, honorable mention, I hate Fairyland or True. the variant. <gasps> yes. Fuck Fairyland. Yes, yeah. I have the fuck Fairyland one. I love um, that. that was hilarious about a little girl who wishes she could go to Fairyland and gets tra- trapped there for 27 years. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and while she's aged every day in her mind, her body hasn't. And oh. she's gone completely homicidal. Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, Just fucks everything Scotty up. Scotty Young is really given us exactly what happens when you get famous for something super adorable and people just convey as innocent mm-hmm. when you have like a darker intent. Yep. Right. Gimme. It's great. It, I'm sold out. I, oh, really? That I noticed amazing. that. I, I went to the store and I, I saw, I think it was issue two. 
on the shelf? No, no issue one's the only one that came is the only one out. I think I saw issue one like a week ago, and I was like, oh hey, I might pick that up. Nah, and then I went back and it was gone. And I was like, we published an interview. Um, well, it was a panel from Heroes Con that I did with Scotty Young in the summer, and he actually hinted that there's a chance that she's actually diabetic from eating too much candy because that's all there is to eat there. Oh, oh my god! Oh no, kidneys are gonna fail. It's really oh, no. it's dark and twisted and lighthearted, oh, which I wow. like. Um, but Paper Girls, super bizarre, don't know what the fuck is going on, pterodactyl show up, and I'm just, <laughs> that's Brian K. Vaughn for you, and it's Cliff Chang on art, and I'm a sucker for The Cliff art Chang. is d- delightful. I would suck Cliff Chang. Oh my. <laughs> uh, I have two, The Spire by uh, Cy Spurrier and Jeff Stokely. Like, it is capturing that Nausicaa, Castle in the Sky, uh, Miyazaki vibe. And Stokely's art is is insane, and I love it. And the main character, who's like this sort of law person for the town, is a lesbian and has like a couple different relationships, I think, so far in the book. And it's very like far future, fantastic, kind of crazy. Again, Nausicaa is probably the closest, you know, uh, analogy. And that was my favorite Ghibli movie. Oh yeah, yeah no, it was until uh oh, what you said was oh oh yeah um, well it. Yeah, it was, I guess, but I, I hadn't seen Spirited Away at that time. But I, I still think that I like Nausicaa the best in in that I'm a Kiki's fan myself. Kiki's great. They're all good. I'm excited. Someone said they're trying to adapt the actual anime or the manga of the Nausicaa, which if you've read the manga is so much more rich and like there's more things happening than just what's in the movie. And I would love to see that. Which adapted. is actually interesting. This is going to be a weird uh, tangent, but which is interesting because the only reason why the manga exists is because during the time of development, you had to have a manga adaption before you could make a movie. It was always supposed huh. to be just a movie. All right. But during that time, you had to have manga in order to make a movie adaption. Interesting. Yep. Hmm. Well, I mean, if you have a chance, you can it's still in print. It might be digital now. Go out and read them because it is it is truly Miyazaki's masterpiece. I mean, they're all all his movies are great, but if you just want to distill down his storytelling and stuff like that, whole run is amazing. Um, and I completely spaced on oh Tokyo Babylon mm. uh, by uh, I know Tokyo, but Sean now. Murphy and uh, Remender. No, you're thinking of Tokyo Ghost. Oh, Tokyo the anime. The, oh, the, oh the movie yeah, yeah, is you're right, Tokyo you're right, Babylon. you're right. That my favorite, and uh, at the store at comic shop where we all go, and some of us work. Uh, Charles was talking about the visor mm. and all the things you see on the main character's visor. Yeah. And it is a reflection of what he has just absorbed. He is so, so it's like near future, not near future, probably like what, 100 years from now or so. Oh, I'm sure it's much closer than that. Yeah. <laughs> you're, the, you're, you have a, uh, they're boyfriend, girlfriend, but they're like law, they're sort of free agent, sort of Judge Dredd-ish. Yeah. Um, I would know, Dredd's not a free agent though. Well, they I work was... for a company, but they're like, Independent law enforcement. The constables. This is the worst case scenario for America. Like it's corporations run everything. Yeah, and people are are dumb. They're poor. They're addicted to the internet and and publicly available drugs. The whole world is pretty much ruined, uh, and the only only the the one percent have really any kind of pleasures that are real, though. Okay, so like five years from now. Yeah, 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 that's like idiocracy. but so no, scary. I love the art. Sean Murphy's art is amazing, and the the main character who is more plugged in because his girlfriend is totally not plugged in. Yeah, um, and it's just it's just remarkable storytelling, world building in one issue. You're already like up to speed on what the world is in a, in a really compact way, and it's just it's a neat look at a relationship in this bizarre world. Um, 
and yeah, all the other trappings, uh, especially like I said, the visor, you can see like a little, oh, he's watching porn. Oh, he's watching a game show. He's watching something else. I don't know. It's weird. And a lot of it are ads, mostly ads. And lots <laughs> of ads. And lots of ads. Uh, one more honorable mention. I couldn't leave this out because, oh, well, you got me turned on to it, is Starve. Starve uh, is so yeah. good. I'm, I'm two issues behind. Reality show, near future, 1% is like, you know, ruling everything and the rest are like down in the, you know, they're eating dog or whatever. But is this 1% thing the new apocalypse? Pretty much. Genre? Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, it's an old idea too, right? But uh, the uh, Anthony Bourdain kind of, but uh, another gay character uh, dealing with his past with his daughter, with his ex-wife, and trying to keep his show, Starve, in which he is competing in this awesome twist where you're like, you're going to restaurants, you're preparing for the, for the people at the restaurant, but then you have to fight your way into the restaurant, into the kitchen to get control enough to then use it to make the food for the service. Oh, like, wow. When they did that and whatever the most recent issue was, like, that was like was the like turning issue point. issue four, I think. That hit me and was like, oh, my God, this is such a great new take on this. You know? Yeah, man, Starve is so good. We actually did a bit about it on Nerdy Show and ended up being one of our pieces that got on the cutting room floor. So it'll be released on Patreon at some okay. point. But, I mean, I love it. It's one of my favorite books this year, and I feel like it's – <laughs> the all the the weird dynamics of this he is like he's like Anthony Bourdain but he's yeah. Anthony Bourdain who actually went native right. for a while comes back his show's been taken away from him, is run by his rival right. and that rival wants to get him canned so they just gave him the worst challenges ever like finding a fresh fish to prepare in a world where that shit is so rare the oceans have been so overfished that it doesn't exist and the only way to do it is like to practically kill somebody to get it Fortunately, he's got the right connections, but it, it you know gets really dicey. It's really cool. Yeah, that's Brian Wood is the writer, and I don't remember the artist off the top of my either. head. But the art is – the only thing that I don't love is the art can be a little dark and if, or the way it's colored and everything. It just it, – it, it's a very bleak world, and the, uh, the storytelling is great, but sometimes the color just kind of like it's really saturated in this sort of muddy browns. But if you're a fan of cooking shows – this and the Anthony <laughs> Bourdain show uh, book, sorry, comic book, which a new, I think a new volume is coming out. Uh, Get Jiro? Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I've heard that. Because he's doing press. It's already come out. Okay, he's doing a lot of press for it. Like, if you're a fan of cooking shows and reality and, and that, these are great comic books to check out. Um, hmm. I think that's it. I don't know if we... Uh, you, you guys mentioned, or Oral, you mentioned Scotty Young with his new book, which was done almost as a response to him not just being the little kid variant cover artist um dan parent who is pretty much just known for his archie work and um fernando ruiz is he doing porn (laughs) he's not doing porn oh that i know of (laughs) there's still hope oral there's still hope um when this show goes live aside from obviously the youtube feed that's streaming now um they are going to be announcing a new ultra top secret project that they're working on together that is not Archie. Yeah. So huh. it'll be interesting. Is it issue five of Sabrina? <laughs> <laughs> no. That's then not- I don't care. <laughs> Different team. But that I, I just figured since we, uh, we were talking about some of the other stuff, I, mm-hmm. I would go ahead and bring that up. Oh, and by the way, Joey uh, chimed in again with... Uh, an, an addendum to his last comment about uh, Shonda Rhimes writing a Marvel book he said, uh, or she could do a, an episode of Agents of Shield. 
Oh. Maybe that would bridge the that gap would for bridge you guys. The gap. That you would watch that, right? You know, Shonda Rhimes <laughs> is a miracle worker. You know? <laughs> but if Helen Keller was oh, blind, wow. deaf, and had no limbs, what the fuck are you supposed to do? <laughs> wow. There's a lot of penis discussion on this show. So y- like usually. usually. So much. Usually. And you guys read The Humans? No, I have not. No, and after Heroes, I actually thought I need to pick this up because of what I heard. <laughs> Has it gotten even more penis-tastic? Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's gotten way more violent, really. Oh, okay. But but like it's mostly because that's where the plot is accelerating. But uh, The Humans is, is an alternate reality, 1970s, where the world is entirely populated by um, apes, ape people, uh, who have ape humans kind. as a slave race. And uh, and it's but it's basically a uh, return to America from Vietnam story about a guy who is in a in a biker gang comes back home from Vietnam heads full of demons and uh, <laughs> then you know wars waged on the streets when uh, his brother gets taken down and it's and it, which might actually kind of be a spoiler but like it's an incredible book um, it's as far as like that kind of like gritty pulpy kind of 70s vibe i haven't really seen a finer example of it and on top of that it's got this weird monkey thing going on and there's a lot of penises in it early Sweet. on i mean they're so. monkey penis well yeah monkey penis but like mon- monkey penis don't look the same as human penis and this looks more compatible to human penis a little oh. bit more palatable to the human psyche i'm sure close enough all right i'm down i'll check it out um so thank you guys for being here Thanks for having us. For our yeah, very course. special 100 uh, uh, episode, I'm really... I didn't have a choice. I'm really... I feel like we've come a long way, and especially from way back in that very first cramped office episode when we first felt each other out metaphorically. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> metaphorically. Oh. I mean, maybe Sto- Josh was getting felt. I don't know. The story is boring. By now. who? Oh, that was Justice. No, it was, that was later. That was later. But no, I really, I feel like we have made a milestone here, even though it took us four years to get to 100. Uh, I really am glad we're all part of it. I'm glad I mean, we're on the show. 25 episodes, yeah, that seems about right. Trust me, we can't do any more than that. <laughs> 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 what are you talking about? The first two years, you guys are like, Eight episodes. No, no, the, we were a lot the bulk slower. Of it has been in the last two years. Yeah, we did accelerate <laughs> when uh, when Pat joined us. You're welcome. I appreciate all the hard work that we all do, especially Pat, because he has to edit all this crap after he's already sat through it, which takes so much patience sometimes. And uh, I you thank know. you for everything that you do. Not you, Brian. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> Admittedly, that is true. But uh, if phrasing out there on the internet, oh there. lord, don't are, even go. There. Are we there? Oh, the phrasing is there? Is that a don't. is there a video? No, we're not. We're just that's just because I have a lot. The last I, season of Archer is over and done, and you can't <laughs> steal any jokes from me, hon. No. Come up with new material. I'm not or hit the so I'm not dating, so I have a lot of free time to peel around the <laughs> internet looking <laughs> for oh, people. You, so. you let me know. Flame on show on Facebook, on our website, <laughs> and uh, Instagram and Tumblr. And Flame On Podcast on Twitter. We update all of them. Some more frequently than others. So much more frequently yeah. than others. You know others. what? And nope. I, I liked uh, BuzzFeed LGBT, so I'll just keep, I'll keep retweeting. <laughs> and, there you go. And just moving things over. And guys, remember, if you love this kind of content, um, like the best thing you can possibly do is, well, one – Give us money, which is awesome and cool um, on Patreon. But but two, because like the whole network is fan supported. But two, money. for Flame on any shows that you like, share it. Yes. Put it out there in the world. Put it on Reddit. Um, 
send it to NPR. They're doing this thing now where you can like submit podcasts to oh. it. We'll, we'll talk. Neat. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. So my dream of actually ditching everybody and making it on NPR and becoming the new host. Of You're going to be the new Diane Reem. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there we go. You want to be the new... Uh, I'd have to have a stroke first. <gasps> oh. Well, there goes my chance. <laughs> Remember to submit Flame On episode 100 to NPR. Seriously. <laughs> Hashtag dying reams. <laughs> Hashtag twits. Hashtag dying reams. Oh. 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 I need you to edit out everything horrible I've ever said about dying reams. <laughs> Good a lot. It's going to take a while. <laughs> right. Hashtag Butch Top 2015. And we're going to be on Butch Google's podcast uh, thing here soon, whenever that launches. Yes, uh, all, all the Nerdy Show Network content has been submitted to Google's forthcoming podcast project. So as soon as it launches, we should all be on there. But Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, uh, iTunes, of course. Yeah. How about this? Just go to flameonshow.com, scroll to the bottom. Every link you could possibly need, including the Nerdy Show website and exactly. the Patreon site. But share, share, share. There. Because seriously, yeah. word of mouth does a lot more than just, you know... Retweets. Mm-hmm. And I know mm-hmm. we have at least one download in Barcelona. Hey, girl, hey. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I would love to have, like, a map and pin where we've been listened to. Oh, I know wow. we listened to on, like, a flight overseas from one of our former uh, castmates, Matt. And uh, Bonjour. We've had definitely some great uh, support from our English and Canadian brothers out there. So uh, please let us know. I love hearing from people who listen to the show. We love Facebook feedback, Twitter feedback, reviews, the whole thing. And we're so happy about Part of Nerdy Show. We have some Patreon content that we have not sent to you, but we have. Ooh, I eagerly await it. Yes, we have Club Oral. I, I will tease this once again. Club we have Oral. The Oops. whole story Oops. of Club Oops. Oral what? as a sound only for those on Patreon get, get that. So. Ooh, I cannot wait. <laughs> it's, it's pretty special. It was so. the best club ever. It was way ahead of its time. It was. <laughs> we need a new one. Um, but thank you guys for listening, and thank you for putting up with our live stream. We'll, we'll probably do this uh, in another hundred or so after all the I shenanigans. I promise to be thinner. Well, you got about four years to get there, so you can do it. You obviously haven't. <gasps> no, I've I've gone up. I'm I'm yeah. I'm on the reverse plan. For me? You see how he came for me? I brought really donuts for a reason. The bigger y'all get, the smaller I look. There you go. <laughs> and you need uh, a lot more donuts, huh? But you need a lot more donuts. And on that note, why are you looking at me? I'm not doing it. Flame off. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Flame On, a podcast made possible by Powder Milk Biscuits, the ones in the blue box, a comic shop and the generous support of tops and bottoms like you. If you want to be one of our sugar daddies, you can help out by telling a cute single friend about us, reviewing us on iTunes, or putting some dollars down our digital G-string in our monthly support drive. For more ridiculously entertaining and socially enlightening episodes of Flame On, as well as other fine programs, head on over to nerdyshow.com. You can subscribe to Flame On and all Nerdy Show Network podcasts via iTunes. And be sure to find us on Twitter at Flame On Podcast or Facebook on our Flame On fan page. And make sure to check out flameonshow.com for more nerdy queer in your ear. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 